Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We're the sports brew. And that's right, my friends. This is a throwdown Thursday, bleeding into a freestyle Friday, man. So let's go and get this party started. First and foremost, that's right. Dedication not only to Jordan Love, but the one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator, MacGuffin. What is up, brother? How you doing, man? Uh, I think I'm a little bit more prepared than Dallas was for that game. <laughs> They don't know what hit them. No. Dallas was like that kid trying to do their homework, like when they get to school. Let me do my homework real quick. Teachers collected it. Oh, crap. Let's go. Nah, that's a mess. Disaster. But can I tell you, can I tell you, for the love of, of, oh, my God, man. First of all, people that have known me a long time, you you know I grew up with the the Redskins and and the Packers, right? There's the team I inherited. It's my family team. And there's a team I, I picked somewhere along the way. And so this week, going to work, I broke out my Brett Favre jersey. I wore a green polo, and then today I wore Reggie White, and tomorrow I'm wearing another green polo. Like I've 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 been full color mode, right? Which has been great. But that was like two wins rolled into one, actually three, because there's the Redskins fan, the Packers fan, and the F Dallas fan. That was that was the that was the shat trick right there. Actually, yeah, actually four four because it was the screw you Mike McCarthy game. By the way, I cannot believe they did not fire that guy. I am shocked. I am absolutely shocked they did not fire Mike McCarthy. Now, I don't know if that's because whoever they wanted, maybe it's Belichick, right? And it looks like it looks like as of when we're recording, I believe he's interviewed with Atlanta twice or he's interviewed Atlanta twice since that's been the running gag all week. Maybe he couldn't get who he wants. Maybe he's going to go with the you know the devil you know as opposed to the unknown. I, I'm not sure. I, I would imagine there's back channel conversations and things that they know, and maybe some people that they would want aren't available yet, or there's so much competition in this in this you know coaching hiring cycle that they're they're not sure what they're going to end up with. And look, that was a disastrous game. It was well. It was disastrous for Dallas. It was glorious for Green Bay, mm. right? Glorious for Green Bay. Green Bay got them some glory hole. Oh, my God. They got a lot of glory hole. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very curious as to why, what the internal discussions were and the motivations. And, look, I don't personally hate Mike McCarthy. I don't. But I work with a lot of Dallas fans. I would imagine we all do. I mean, Cowboys fans are like an inescapable football reality. I don't care where you are. You're somehow you're going to cross paths with Dallas fans. Oh. And I can what I can tell you is my news feed had a lot of chirping in the pregame and a lot of crickets in the postgame. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was so good, dude. It was so good. Oh man. I I was absolutely giddy for you know, I almost wish we had recorded that night, man. I like I I was giggling like a schoolgirl, man. I was cracking up like all night. <laughs> Sarah was like, Well, it must have been a good game, huh? Like well, actually she came down and watched a little bit with me, but she was like, Oh, you're so happy and I'm like, I know this is so good and I just kept cracking up and I went to <laughs> I went to sleep. I woke up the next day and at like the first thing I did in the morning when I when I when I stretched and opened my eyes, I just started laughing again. <laughs> I, mean, I, I was just in giggle mode for like almost two whole days, dude. It was incredible. It was incredible. Now look. Look, again, I got a lot of friends at Cowboys fans. I empathize. I've been on the opposite end of those. It's not fun. It's not fun. Okay? 
but the football fan part of me absolutely delighted. You know what I mean? In that, and social media had a field day. I mean, I was recording videos off the TV. I was saving memes. My God, it was so good. But I cannot believe that they didn't fire that guy. There has to be some layers to that. Um, and look, McCarthy's won, what, 12 games three years in a row? I mean, that, that yeah. is commendable. But you have had some disastrous postseason scenarios. Um, and they, what is he, one and three now in the playoffs? So it's not good pr- enough. No, it, it's, it's, that's a lot of underachieving. You know, I mean, the Eagles were terrible. They collapsed over the back end, back, back chunk of the season. We kept waiting for them to turn it on. And, uh, it was clearly not there. You know, I, I mean, I feel like that's a Whitfield date night, right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody getting turned on. Everybody just Damn. everybody just goes home. <laughs> Go, goes home unsatisfied. Cry, oh, Eagles, man. cry. Um, just disastrous. Just a, absolutely disastrous. But yeah, Dallas was – although I will say, man, what a disappointment. If you're an NFC East person, right, what a complete debacle. You know, Washington's oh, yeah. a mess, although obviously with the Peters hire, you go, woo. So th- there's something going on there. Uh, the Giants are a mess. Um, Philly just completely, you know, messed the bed the back half of the season and then got their ass handed to them by the Bucks. I mean, my God. Uh, and then Dallas having that kind of exit, just gross. Just gross. So we're obviously going to spend a fair amount of time ha- you know, laughing and some stories with, with Green Bay and Dallas and then the other playoff games. But I guess we might as well get Randy up in here too, right? We have to do that. So let's, let's go ahead and do that, man. Why not? <sighs> Randy, are you ready? <laughs> I'm going to go back to giving you Got the Life at least for this week, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> you had the bye, undefeated. And then we get yeah, then we get the healthy. tenth then we get the tenth the tenth playoff matchup between Green Bay and San Francisco, which is unfreaking real, dude. I, I believe it. Uh, what I saw was that's the most in NFL history between two teams. Crazy. Yeah, and it's one of those things where I'm just like everybody's just like I'm watching social media. I'm seeing you know how uh, you know the bandwagon 49er fans i call them <laughs> are like oh we're gonna whoop up on their ass blah blah blah. i'm like dude no 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 don't make the dallas mistake take them seriously mm-hmm. i'm just like play you know this this game can go either way it's gonna be one of those games where whoever makes the fewest mistakes whoever you know who's who's gonna set the tone you know does the defense set the tone does the offense set the tone if say green bay sets the tone defensively and stops the run and puts pressure on purdy and we see what we have what happened to him against the ravens i mean that's that's a pretty good start and that's a pretty good way for you guys to get the inside track to win in the game but well, you know the same thing you said for the defense for the niners too right if they can just rattle you know a young quarterback like love who doesn't have as much playoff experience you know it's it's going to go either way it really just depends on you know, game planning, you know, who's, you know, who's more prepared. Who's and, who and what's what, baby. Yeah, basically. But can I, 
So I work with a couple of big 49ers honks. <laughs> and so like Tuesday, cause no Monday, we didn't have, we didn't, uh, didn't have to work on Monday, but Tuesday morning. And, and I love her. My coworker is an absolute riot. She actually had a, a cardboard cutout of uh, Colin Kaepernick, which is still cracks me up to this day. And she loves, <laughs> she loves Garoppolo. She loves Jimmy G. But anyway, huge 49ers fan. Uh, so she comes up to me and starts talking trash, and I was like, nope, 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 nope. You got to give me at least a day without any trash talk because we have to save her. The, the Packers whooping up on Dallas, okay? <laughs> I was like, leave me be today. I'm not ready to talk trash about next weekend. I was like, let us bask in the glory that was Dallas eating their ass. <laughs> and we good. <laughs> And, and she was like, okay. <laughs> and we laughed and laughed. It was, oh, it was great. It was great. Now, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for the game, and I'm a realist. Look, I, I didn't expect – I was hoping they would give Dallas a good game, obviously. I, I didn't expect that kind of game. I don't know that anybody did. I mean, let's be honest. So, you know – the NFL playoffs are, are wild on lots of different levels, but one of the things that's always every single year, right, when we get to the playoffs, what you find are there are teams that play regular season football and there are teams that play playoff football, right? And if you're a team that plays regular season football, if you're in that mode and you go up against a team that's in playoff football mode, they will beat your ass. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's a different gear, man. It's a different gear. All right? And some of that is some teams get hot late and they go on a run. The Giants did it a couple of times. Green Bay has done it before. You know, I mean, it happens. Are you playing your best football when it matters the most? Right? And this is always the thing that worries me. You know, here we have a longer season now and only two teams get the bye. But both of those teams didn't do a whole lot. To, you know what I mean? They rested a lot of people the last week. So there is, they essentially have like almost, I don't want to call it a two-week buy, but you might as well. Essentially, yeah. Right. And so for a player like McCaffrey, he needed that time for that calf to get healthy. Absolutely. But you always wonder what it's like. And Shannon, you and I had a lot of discussions over the years, rest versus rust. Some of the times the Colts just owned the division. They were, they were the one seed, and they chilled at the end. And they were like, this is dangerous. It's dangerous. And by the way, kudos, my God, Laporta, that tight end for the Lions. I cannot believe that guy played. Stones. I mean, I don't Damn know. Impressive. How, I don't know how much rehab that dude had to do, but I mean, he I, he gave a lot of credit to the training staff for help for helping to get him ready. But clearly, that guy was motivated to play, and he worked his butt off to be able to play. He, he got a touchdown in that game. He was effective. I thought maybe he'd be a decoy. Good on him, because I did not think we were seeing that dude. Dan Campbell effect. Oh, I, like, I personally believe that Dan Campbell's the kind of guy that, you know, the proverbial, like, who would run through a brick wall? Freaking Dan Campbell. Mm -hmm. Dan, Dan Campbell should go, uh, Halloween, he should be the Kool-Aid man and just run through walls on his own. <laughs> right? <laughs> It'd be perfect. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, that's actually a really good call. I, I mean, Dan freaking Campbell should be Kool-Aid man. 100%. 100%, just dude. That's just blow up the wall. You know. <laughs> 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 it would be so good. 
Oh, man, now, 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 now I'm so stuck on Dan Campbell as Kool-Aid Man, I forgot where the hell I was going with that earlier conversation. <laughs> so it's like, visually, the only thing I can picture in my head is Dan Campbell blowing up the wall. I know. Like, with, with Metallica blaring in the background. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. But, you know, playoff football, regular season football, you know, it, it catches teams. And I think Dallas very much, very much so was didn't shift into playoff mode. I don't know if they were sniffing their own, you know, sniffing themselves too much, read too much of their press clippings or whatever. I mean, you had all these stories about Dak Prescott talking about buying all, all this Louis Vuitton gear, like because it's LV for Las Vegas where the Super Bowl is. Bro, the only thing you're packing your bags for are to travel, right? To go to, you want to, you're going to have to get some tickets to go to the Super Bowl because you ain't playing in it, right? All that stuff was kind of funny, but they weren't ready. Right. And and look, as somebody that lived and dealt with Mike McCarthy again, I don't I don't wish that dude any ill will personally. I mean, he's a nice guy, right? But I lived with underachieving playoff Mike McCarthy. <laughs> Been there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Been there. And the issues that Dallas has in the playoffs under Mike McCarthy lived that. Now, Aaron Rodgers was a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. And you can't argue. I don't think there's anybody under the sun that's going to argue otherwise. No. The idea is that they underachieved and they weren't always prepared for certain moments. Now, I don't know how you excuse that brain fart clock management, that weird Ezekiel Elliott play of the other year. I mean, Dallas has had some playoff disasters under McCarthy. But getting their ass handed to them, getting their ass handed to them. Yeah. Right. And I know the final score is 48-32. If you didn't watch that game, you go, well, that's not that bad. No, it wasn't that close. It was bad. It was bad. Because when when the game mattered, when everything mattered, Green Bay was absolutely taking it to them. They mm-hmm. won the coin toss. They took the ball. They scored. I mean, they had a 12-play, 75-yard drive out of the gate. Out of the gate. That, you know, most most teams will defer, and they yes. said uh-uh. we want the ball, and literally just said stop us if you can, and they couldn't. No, you said balls. <laughs> it took so. it, it took balls. They were aggressive. They were assertive, aggressive. However you want to frame it, that's what they were. They took it to Dallas, and I, you know, we can say well maybe Dallas was a little shell shocked. They were caught out surprise. They weren't ready for what Green Bay was bringing. Mm-mm. They just weren't. And a huge credit, obviously, to Jordan Love. I mean, he had a strong back chunk of the season, which we talked about last week. You know, they went 6-2 and two over the last eight. I think he was 18 touchdowns, one pick over the last eight regular season games. Uh, obviously had a huge playoff game against Dallas. And he was money, dude. He was money. And he took... He took some tough hits to deliver those throws. Yes, he did. I know statistically we're going to say, well, you know, Micah Parsons didn't do do bupkis. I mean, you know, we can joke around about Micah Parsons and that Dallas defense being on the milk carton, and that is true, right? But it's not like they didn't bring heat at Love. Love evaded it. Love made, you know, off schedule, off platform, whatever cliche you want to use. He channeled right his his you know and i know people were like oh we got to stop talking about aaron rodgers bro 
he learned some stuff from Rodgers, and you can mm-hmm. see that on Rodgers learned some learned some of these these shenanigans from Favre. You know, he did. And Love learned some of this stuff from Rodgers, and he's put it into practice. That ability to make that little jump off the foot, that little slight, I mean, all, all those little oddball movements where you don't necessarily have a clean pocket, a clean stance, a clean throw in motion, to have the arm strength to do that, that's commendable. And earlier in the year, I didn't, I didn't, you know, have a ton of faith they were going to get here. I mean, this was a big season for LaFleur, uh, post Rogers to grow his own game as a coach. You know what I mean? This was really about cutting his teeth, growing his, his, his ability as a coach. It was about Jordan Love, um, which we've discussed before. And if this is where Love truly is, and it's not just a blip, then they're in good shape because they're crazy young. He was crazy effective, and the floor was on point with how they how they game planned, how they called that, how they executed it. And it, it get it, it's two parts. It's one part Dallas full BSE butt suck express man right, and it's one part it's, it, Dallas gets gets the gets the grief for the butt suck, and you give Green Bay the credit for kicking their ass, right? The two games that surprised me the most. With how they played out, Cleveland getting housed by Houston. Mm. You know we we absolutely overrated Cleveland's defense, and I knew CJ Stroud was good, but I'm like his playoff football dude. Come on, and I know. Cle- I mean, I look. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, Justin and I were all about Houston winning the game. All over here, Randy. Randy was all about Cleveland's defense. <laughs> And if you listen to it, or if your name's Randy, mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> like I like I was saying, you're number one, buddy. Like number I was one. saying, I'm love a, you too. I'm taking the Texans. <laughs> um, but you know, CJ Stroud was incredible. He right? was right. CJ Stroud oh was incredible. Goodness. Jordan Love was incredible, and Cleveland had moments, but like you could you could like I just I was watching that game I'm like how are these dudes this wide open <laughs> like what is going on here cuz it wasn't just once or twice or three I mean it just kept happening so that's that's game plan that's execution and that's talent man right that's talent and his growth over the course of the season and look Cleveland I know they're beat up I know they've had a ton of injuries and all of that is on the table and you know the the two the back to back pick six is just just did him in, but and we'll follow we'll we'll get back to that game in a few minutes. But high level quarterback execution, right? And when a team is in a groove like that, oh my god, they're hard to stop. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, buckle up, man, because if if CJ Stroud and the Texans bring that heat to y'all, you better damn sure be ready. You got a slow start, you're gonna be in trouble. You and me in trouble, right? And you know, I look. I expect San Francisco. Realistically, I think it's. I think most people would go. Well, the 49ers should win the game. That's fine. I would agree with you. But the thing is, there's a lot of cliches in football. There's a reason it's any given Sunday, any given Saturday, a team can have a down game. You know, if Houston, their offense is clicking like that. If Green Bay, their offense is clicking like that. You can get to San Francisco in the secondary. You can get to them. 
Now, granted, you got to keep your quarterback clean enough to do it, <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Good luck, <laughs> right? And, and you you have challenges there. But if you're clicking like that, you're a handful for everybody. Okay, that's a lot. So, uh, being giggly for like two days was incredible. I can't remember the last time I enjoyed a, a playoff win that much. It has been a minute, dude. <laughs> it has been a minute, bro. It has been a minute. I, I can tell you when you giggled that much is the last time you had some of your father-in-law's um, oh. <laughs> cr- uh, crops. <laughs> yeah, get, get medicinal up in here. <laughs> Man, look, look, everybody, you know, glaucoma, it's a real thing. You got to be, you got you to gotta treat it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or in your case, pre-treat it. <laughs> or in my case, pre-treat it. Look at that. That's true. That's true. But look, Romeo Dobbs was a beast. And this is one thing I will say about, about Green Bay. That that's a that's a very, very deep wide receiving core. I'm not Ooh, saying that's what she said. Right? I'm not <laughs> woo. Uh I'm not necessarily saying that if one individual is phenomenal, but collectively, that is a very deep wide receiver group. Right. Most teams, you know, and I believe this was the first time all season that they had their full complement of everybody on field between Aaron Jones. You know what I mean? It was a lot. And we talked about it the last week with Aaron Jones loving to play Dallas. That dude does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does, man. Let me tell you, next year, daily fantasy, anytime, you know, if 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 you get Aaron Jones against Dallas, man, play him. <laughs> play him and play him, dude. You got to do it. Or just so, tell Aaron Jones he's playing Dallas. And, yeah, yeah. Know, just just stick some act accordingly. Yeah, just stick some stars in their helmets. Uh, <laughs> you know, and and go at it. I mean, four career games against the Cowboys, and Jones has nine touchdowns. God dang! You doing all right, bro? Yeah, I mean, he had three in that one, so. Really, really a hell of a game, and I cracked up at, you know, I mean, I was saving memes, I was recording videos, one thing, it still cracks me up, I don't know if you guys heard this or paid attention to it, but I I love the whole thing where they talked about Jordan Love in his first year sharding, I felt like that was a true sports brew dedication. Or excuse me, Love in his first year sharding. Loving his first year sharding. Dude, I know it's a slip of the tongue. Glorious. It was so good. <laughs> One sharding moment right there. It was so good. Look, they're killing him out of the gate. Um, Dak, Dak throws a, a, a pick, and it was the first time this season the Cowboys were held scoreless in the first quarter uh, at home. And, of course, after they get the pick in the second quarter, you know, the Packers get a touchdown, and it was Aaron Jones. I mean, it was 14 to nothing. I mean, it just kept going. And I love that throw when Jordan Love hit Dontavian Wicks for the score uh, to make it 20 to nothing. Because, you know, there was a point in that game where it was like, people were like, oh, shit, this is for real, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's it's one thing to give up. All right, that was the score. All right, man, whatever, fine. It just snowballed. It just snowballed, dude. And when the Cowboys had it, and I want to say it was like it was like second and short, second and two maybe, and Dak Dax though was picked off by Darnell Savage, and you get that sixty-four yard pick six. 
I mean, it was just like, it was like, uh, you know, shocked Pikachu face, like all in his dance, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> and at that point in the game, all right, that was a 64-yard return, 64-yard pick six. At that point in the game, all right, Dak Prescott only had 61 yards. Their pick six, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. And, look, the Cowboys closed the half. They ended up getting the touchdown. Um, not by much. Skin of their teeth, really. Right? Or Pack- down, right? Mm-hmm. Packers almost held them out. So it's 27-7. to The Cowboys get the ball. 27-10. to You go, okay, all right, all right, all right. Maybe Dallas is going to play a strong second half. And don't forget, last year you had that – that Sandy, you know, Sandy, you had the Chargers Jaguars debacle, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have a frame of reference not that long ago, and the Vikings had that crazy game. You know, um, what was that in the playoffs, or was that just in the regular season? I don't quite recall, but they, they they were getting debacled, and they you know had some ridiculous second half. So it, it's not unheard of. Like, of course, I'm just you know Sarah's upstairs with the kids. And she keeps hearing me clapping, you know, cheering or whatever. And she comes down to, and I was like, she's like, oh, I'm like, they're killing them. She's like, all right. I'm like, no, it's not over. There's been too many weird comebacks the past couple of years. It's not done. Uh, can't, can't do it. But they just keep going, man. 34-10. You know, and then the Cowboys, I can't believe their kicker missed a, an extra point. But they, both teams missed an extra point, which was weird. But. You know, they just – the Packers just kept going, man. And when Love managed to get off that deep ball before getting hit – and look, again, we, we, we talked about this. He was under duress. There was heat going at – you know what I'm saying? Like, there were people going to hit him, and he did take some shots. Mm-hmm. But it's like that play uh, where he threw it to Luke uh, Musgrave. And blown coverage, and it was schemed that way. There was no one around that guy. And, yeah, Love threw it short, but he could because there was no one around him, right? So he could wait for it. Musgrave could wait for it, then take off 38-yard time. It's 41-16. And that's it's almost he, like he could have called a fair catch yes, if he wanted to. Yeah. Dude, dude. And I love the Cowboys lady to say that just surrender Cobra. She's just like, yeah, what? She's just like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, how many memes are we gonna get out of just Dallas fans alone because of that? Oh, I lot. mean, oh, so Twitter had a field day. Her her expression. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, think about the whole thing with Jerry Jones. Like when it was twenty to nothing, and he just the minute you they tr- put the camera on him, he just turned around and he's just talking to someone in the the press box there in the luxury box, and it's like. Oh, he's clearly not happy. Oh, poor Jerry Jones. Dude, dude. When there was a touchdown that they scored, I forget which one. I think it was when they went up 41 to 16. And they went to commercial break. And when they when they showed Jerry Jones and they were playing, oh. you dropped a bomb on me. I was like, thank you, Fox. Dedicating this to <laughs> dedicating this to the Twitter Terminator. I was like, that that is some beautiful trolling. <laughs> that is some beautiful trolling, dude. dude. When you said that, I was on the couch with Amber and I started playing it. She goes, "That's your intro music." I was like, "Sometimes, yeah." <laughs> 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 Evidence. And, and, and here's a 
uh, like what exhibit A that the wife does not listen to podcasts like ever, <laughs> like ever. That's your intro music. Yes, <laughs> as a matter of fact, it sure is. Oh, and she's like God. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just glorious, man. Look, the Cowboys were eight now at home, averaging thirty seven points, right? And look, man, I understand, man. I understand they needed an assist from the refs when they were hosting Detroit. I get that. We talked about that, right? Um, and and you know, again, love and spread. I, I think the story there, there's a lot of great stories that came out of Wild Card Weekend, but you have to appreciate C.J. Stroud, right, and Jordan Love, what they did. I think it's wild they both finished with a 157.2 quarterback rating, which is crazy. It's insane. By like, the way. By the way, what, you, what was it? Jordan Love was they had the exact same line except Jordan Love was two yards short uh-huh, or something. Uh huh. And it's like yep. that's insane. Oh, it's that's nuts. It's a statistical anomaly for sure. Yeah. Uh it was the highest quarterback rating in Packers playoff history. And you know LaFleur savored sharing that little nugget. Oh <laughs> yes he did. Yes, he did. I'm sure Gudekunz was like, mm-hmm. Uh Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Good accounts is probably the one that told him to share it. Here you go. Hey, share this one. Sharing is caring. By the way, the highest passer rating of a quarter, quarterback making their first playoff start. Anybody want to throw a dart? Shannon, you might know. You might have seen this one. I didn't get a chance to watch any shows today. That's okay. That's all right. Making their first highest, start. Highest passer rating of a quarterback making their first playoff start. And it was not CJ. Or Jordan. It was it was neither CJ nor Jordan Love. Correct. So we're looking at pretty much a perfect passer rating. I'll tell you, the rating was one fifty eight point three. It was also a wild card game. I'm gonna take. Let's see. I hate to even say this, but Deshaun Watson. Nope. No. Too recent. Nineteen eighty three. Wellway. Not Elway. I like that guess, though. Marino? 83, not Marino. Kelly? Not Kelly. These are all great guesses. Fuck. It was against Denver. Against Denver. Bernie Kozar? Look at this guy. Seahawks quarterback. David Craig? Dave Craig. Holy shit. Yeah, nobody, nobody in the right mind was ever going to guess what that, a right? throwback. Yeah, that, that, that is a throwback, dude. That is a throwback. So, well, you also had Steve Largent to throw to. That does help. Yeah, Steve. That I is, mean, yeah. That, what what <laughs> an, what an unappreciated dude. Like, right? What an un- unappreciated dude. Steve Largent was an absolute stud. Oh, he was a mess. Are you kidding me? Bought mm-hmm. everything. Yes, he <laughs> this was actually the first home loss for the Cowboys since now retired Tom Brady and the Bucks beat them 16 months ago. That's a long time, dude. Probably my favorite fun fact of the week. Game one of last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably my favorite fun fact of the week. The Packers are undefeated at AT&T Stadium. <laughs> they beat Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl there. All right. They got two playoff victories over the Cowboys. <laughs> 
They're undefeated. They're six and zero, man. <laughs> Make room, Eli. Make room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's still that's still such a hilarious memory that Eli like signed signed like whatever the thing in the locker room. I mean, it's so funny. It really is. And I, I, you know, look, I, I, we've we've spent a fair amount of time talking about this game. I know Randy's probably like, "Oh dear God!" All right, so Whitfield Whitfield wasn't here. I thought we were going to have to do this, but bro, let me tell you what. That's the power of love, baby. What you want? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm letting you have your fun. <laughs> you, look, you got, hey, you guys earned it. I'm happy you beat Dallas. <clears throat> Dallas seemed to be too focused on getting to play the 49ers again, thinking that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. What was interesting is usually when something happens, whether it's Dallas-related, 49ers whooping on somebody or whatever, I, when I'm on, on YouTube, I'm like, you know what? I'm curious because usually uh, Skip has like mm. you know, Keyshawn Johnson, Richard Sherman, or Michael Irvin on Undisputed. And Richard Sherman was like, you know, good teams – focus on the here and now not on other teams and dallas did nothing but focus on other teams Mm -hmm. they were they every time you saw something posted on social media whether it's micah parsons or somebody else they're focused on somebody else they're not focused on the here and now and if you aren't in the present you're not in the moment that's how you lose that's how you get whooped focus on the here and now worry about the future after the game yep and they just weren't, they clearly weren't prepared. And it's, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm happy to see them lose mm-hmm. just because Dallas and you know how Dallas fans are. So, yeah. so I, I, I've already had one Dallas fan in my feed already say he's like uh, latching on to Houston, which <laughs> kind of cracked me up. Cause I'm like, Lakers, Lakers are still going at this point. Um, <laughs> And spring Bro. training's coming up next month, and you got the Yankees. Um, but I digress. But um, I digress. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jones is getting up there. I don't know he his is. exact age, but he's got to be in the 80s. 81, right? 82, somewhere in that zone, yeah. Does he owe it to himself to – and look, I get it. You're making money hand over – fist whether you want to or not with McCarthy because you're going to win 12 games each year you're going to be competitive blah 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 but do you owe it to yourself to go after say a Belichick a Harbaugh or a Pete Carroll to get you one more ring before you die do you owe it to yourself not not the fans not the players or whatever but to yourself because you bought this Franchise in the '80s for 140 million, and what now a it's deal. worth like nine billion dollars. Yeah, nine billion is probably. I think the last estimate I saw was about nine bill. Yeah. So, again, he, the only thing I can imagine, like in, in my head, first of all, Jerry Jones is, has been way more patient than a lot of people give him credit for. I mean, yes. God bless, man. Dave Campo, Jason Garrett. I mean, my God, dude. Um, he has had some marginal you know, head coaches and he's given them time. You know what I mean? Like he's got a reputation that's a smidge unfair at this point because they've been Mm -hmm. pretty good, you know, to their hires. 
Um, the, you know what I mean? Like it's very, very, very big contrast to say like Tepper in Carolina, right? Pulling the rug out yes. from people. It's a, it's a contrast to say early mid stage Dan Snyder. Now late stage Dan Snyder was just dumpster fire, you know, shenanigans, but Jones has been good to some people that probably he should have gotten rid of a year earlier, you know? Again, I would say, like, I'm curious if, if just the people that, that they would have wanted either said no or they couldn't get who they really want. I mean, there's a lot of coaching positions this cycle. Yeah. And again, and that's... I'm still surprised they didn't fire him. But, if, if I mean, were you going to have to get rid of everybody? Is it Mark McCarthy, Quinn, who might be gone anyway? I mean, it, it's a full reboot? No, you, you I mean, can't do a full reboot because you won your division, you won 12 Well, games. full coaching staff reboot. Maybe, um, maybe not personnel, but... See, that's tough because, you know, you think of... You think of other organizations and sports that were close. Like right. the Warriors had Mark Jackson. Mm -hmm. They fired him, brought in Steve Kerr, built the dynasty. You know, like the Bulls. Oh shit! What's his name? Doug. The guy Collins, with Phil Jackson. Doug Collins. Doug Collins. Yeah. You know, they had Doug Collins, and he got them to the playoffs. He got them to the Eastern Conference Finals, but couldn't quite get them to the mountaintop. So they fired him. Yeah, Phil Jackson. And, right, and so, so yeah, like McCarthy. Like McCarthy's a good coach. Yeah, but I don't. I don't believe he's great. And that's the thing. Like he'll get you to yes almost the mountaintop mm -hmm. you know he'll get you to within you know eyesight ear sight ear shot whatever you want to call it but who's the guy that can get you up over the hump mm -hmm. you know what i mean because i mean you've got the personnel to get it done you've got i don't know if dak has that dog in him like they like to discuss but well, I know C.D. Lamb does, and I know Micah Parsons although, does. Although, you know, I still don't – has anything come out about what was going on with C.D. Lamb? I haven't seen – I haven't seen anything. I mean, me either. And I, I there was – there was – they were just off. I, I they were just off. But, I mean, there, there were moments where they showed people like, like McCarthy, like, talking to C.D. Like, it looked like he was giving him a pep talk. I don't even know if it was a pep talk. Like, Maybe. I think C.D. Lamb was just pissed. Maybe like like what are we doing? Hey, hey, say it the right way, Shannon. What are we doing? Thank you. All right, actually, do that one more time. What are we doing? When I got here, I understood the men before me. They built the Dallas Cowboys. They made this America's team. They put a championship on the table before I got here. My job while I was here is to match what they have done to this. They built it. They handed it to me. Put my damn championship on the table. That's all we ask. Put your damn championship on the table and you couldn't do it. All the ass has got to go. Ooh, Michael Irvin was pissed. <laughs> I, I don't blame him, man. Like <laughs> It was there for the taking. You know, if... if 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 we're if if we're being fair, if anyone had to be fired after this game, 
it had to be Dan Quinn because there was no adjustments <laughs> made on the defensive end. I, I mean, it, I don't know if that dude overfocused on interviews, but I mean, like the the defense hasn't been the same. And, and look, you know, again, they were close on Jordan Love, right? On like, like several plays. But close is, is great in horseshoes and hand grenades. Right? Correct. You know what Correct. I'm saying? And close doesn't get you anything in the NFL. If, if you can't put the points on the board, if you can't finish a drive, if you can't actually get a stop, um, close sounds great. But I, I think they, they have a lot of big questions, and it's how good is Dak in big moments? I mean, you, you they, they've had anonymous, anonymous criticism of him saying he panics when he can't get his first read. I mean, there, there's stuff. But that game wasn't just on Dak. I mean, the Dallas defense underperformed. The Dallas wide receivers underperformed. CeeDee Lamb underperformed. Dak Prescott underperformed. I mean, you got Coaching a, staff underperformed. You, you coaching staff underperformed. You know, for all the love and all the gloss. And look, they got their ass handed to them a couple of times this year. So it's not like it's completely out of left field. And, you know, maybe, maybe that was Green, Green Bay playing essentially, other than bringing in the backups a smidge too early. <laughs> Yeah, that was one series too early. One series too early. Um, and then, then they ran him back out there. So, uh, you know, but when, I mean, 48-16, I get it. They're like, well, this game's done. It's five minutes. Get that get that other rook in here. Get, get him some reps. Like, I understand. But I think Dallas is at this real tough spot with what Dak is owed. Do you do a new contract? How much are you going to pay him? Is he the guy? I mean, I, I just, I don't know, man. And a lot, a lot of people are like, well, he's just the new Tony Romo. And I, I like Tony Romo. He was a good quarterback. But that's another team that when Romo was there, they, they under-delivered. And Dak has under-delivered. Fair or not, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't win enough in the playoffs, people remember that. People don't forgive Phillip Rivers, Right? doesn't matter that he played on two torn ACLs. It doesn't matter that he's going to have 10 kids coming to play quarterback in the NFL. People, you know, there's just, you know, people remember certain things. And if you don't, if you can't deliver at some level in the postseason, unless you're going against greatness, you know, sometimes people will forgive you if you get taken out by legends. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um... It, it Peyton and uh, you know Peyton, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. What is this? The first playoffs without them since '98, mm-hmm. right? You know, think about how many great teams couldn't get past those two guys in the AFC. It's like it's they, like it, it, what is that? The, the ESPN had the missing rings. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Uh, it's like the Knicks, like right, like back in the day with Chicago. How many teams did, did Chicago just deny opportunities to win a ring? Other than the you know. The time when Jordan was like, eh, you know, gambling, baseball, whatever the hell it was, you know, right, right. That well, was, it didn't matter because Houston denied the other two. Yeah, Houston denied everybody else anyway. It was but, Hakeem Olajuwon, not in my house. Not to my house. But, you know, I mean, it, it's just, you know, Brady and Manning ran that joint for a long time. And then people forget, 
you know, there was a chunk of time Pittsburgh and Roethlisberger. You, I, I mean, got I got a couple in. Yeah, I mean Brady and Manning. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you know the Ravens were a tough out with Flacco. I mean, they had some years. You know, you had some really good teams along the way, but a lot of times they they had a window of one or two years. You know, because you were dealing with perpetual Peyton Manning and omnipresent Tom Brady in the New England Patriots. You know, so when you had a crack, when you had an opportunity, you better capitalize on it or you may not or you're not getting back, you know. And so it's tough for Dallas because you look at this year and you go, well, this was a great opportunity. Um, They had some fortuitous things happen and see if you're a Cowboys fan. Look, look, the refs deserved all kinds of grief for that Detroit game. They got several things wrong, but they were give Dallas was given a gift to to essentially you know be the two seed you had the two seed yeah. you had a home field advantage home field advantage uh, at least for the first two rounds of the playoffs yeah and this is you what won you get 16 in a row bro and you had the 7 seed Mm-mm. who barely squeaked into Mm-mm. the playoffs Mm-mm. coming into your house first 7 seed to win a playoff game and you fucked it all up here, here's one. Uh, we'll see if you get this one. Uh, Jordan Love is a third package player to win his first career playoff start since 1950. Third. You want to guess the other two? Hmm. Favre. Favre's one of them. Bart Starr. Nope, that's a great guess, though. Aaron Rodgers? Not Rodgers. Mikowski. Nope. Lock. <laughs> Lynn Dickey. Who? Exactly. Know, right? <laughs> yeah, nobody they drafted who? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny about that is I <laughs> I had that soundbite ready because it like I still think to myself in that draft when that happened, right? In the moment when they took Jordan Love, like Matt and I Matt and I were having a field day. They drafted who? <laughs> who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a well, he had a green card. <laughs> he had a Green Bay card, clearly. Um, and Get the fuck <laughs> <in>. <laughs> Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, here's the thing. A lot of people owe Gutekunst and, and you know, LaFleur. Yeah, you owe them some verbal bouquets, right? Because, you know, they've had enough time that they made that decision. And, look, Aaron Rodgers is a pain in the ass. A lot of people don't like him for a variety of reasons. He's a great quarterback. He's first battle Hall of Famer. He's got a ring. Arguably should have had some more, but, you know, that's the way things go. Football's hard, man. <laughs> like, like, you get spoiled by certain teams that have success, and it's hard to do. It's really hard to do that. As great as Peyton Manning was, how many rings does he have? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As as great as Favre was, how many rings does he have? One. One. You know, as great as Marino was, how many rings does he? Oh, zero, zero. point zero. As great as donut, El- yeah, donut. As great as Elway was, how many rings does he have? Two. You know, and it and it took him to the back of his career to get there. Not so that he didn't have many other chances because he. I mean, he led that team to yeah. quite a few different yeah. Super Bowls. Five, five he, Super he, Bowls. He carried some pretty marginal teams to some Super oh Bowls. Oh, my God. And they got waxed. Well, I mean, it's he, like the, he carried them to the game, and then they got destroyed by San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, how about – you and, know, And Washington. Yeah. Jim Kelly. Missing, speaking of missing rings, my God. Oh, that guy. for four. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I mean, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to do. It's tough. That's what she said. Yeah. You know, it's hard. But it, so you have to give, you know, in the moment, I was not happy about the Jordan Love pick. Now, had he flamed out, and it's too early to really know for sure, but had he flamed out, then you go, well, that was a waste of dumpster fire. But at this point, you obviously it, it shifts your perspective a little bit, and you go, well, look, they gave Rodgers, and this is a conversation Matt and I had the other night. I said, look, man, Dobbs and Watson were last year. They were there. And Rodgers wasn't there early enough in the preseason to work with these guys. I I would say it cost Green Bay at least two games. Certainly one. One to two games at minimum, which makes them, guess what, a playoff team. Because if they had won another game, well, Detroit's not knocking them out at the end of the, you know what I mean? And that's on Rodgers, you know? Uh, that being said, as much as I disliked that pick in the moment, well, you have to look at it from at this vantage point. And you go, okay, we owe you an apology, Gutekunst. Sorry, <laughs> you obviously got it right. <laughs> you know, you got it. You 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 built for the next chapter, and here we are. So, uh, dear SB, Mister Bears fan, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by the way, uh, I joked around about it the other week. Belichick to Atlanta signing Kirk Cousins. Doesn't it feel like that could happen now, though? Yeah, it does. Can you imagine? I mean, if you're a veteran quarterback, you're you're waiting to see what happens with Atlanta because, A, that's a very winnable division, and, B, you have a great coach that will give you the best offense possible. All you have to do is do your damn job. Well, it also helps you have a stud running back and a stud tight end. That's true. Yeah, that. Well, All right. you got to throw it to the tight end first if, for him to be a stud. If you're a Falcons fan, would you rather get Justin Fields or Kirk D. Cousins? If Belichick's your coach, think, and, and put it in that Cousins. context. Like, right? Yeah. Not, not so. Justin Fields. I mean, Fields is intriguing because of the skill position talent that's there. I mean, to be it's honest, intriguing, it but is. if you think of like time left in the league, mm-hmm. Cousins and Belichick are both mm-hmm. on short list, and you've got a talented roster, you take that and take your chances. Because doesn't it feel like Belichick could protect Cousins from himself? Yes. And that a weird that's a weird thing to say, but you guys know what I mean. But mm-hmm. Cousins also knows how to win. And you know that's the thing. Fields really doesn't. Not yet. Not yet. Hey, look, Caleb, Caleb Williams finally declared for the draft. <laughs> mm. How about that? Now, I will say this uh-huh. about uh, about Dallas. They are uh, uh, not not just a soft team, but they they're soft. soft. I mean, they are soft. They're not they're not a physical imposing team. They're they're a finesse team, and when someone punches them in the mouth, they don't come back from that well they're, they're front runners they've been that way for a long time yeah. if, if they can get up on you and bully you th- they'll pile on you know but but that's what we saw we saw green bay be the bully and that's what they had to do and they whooped the piss out of them and i was just like a i was in shock b i was happy and c i'm going <laughs> oh this potentially could be coming to San Francisco. This is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. 
And by the way, fuck Mark Chimura for his comments. Yeah, yeah. That that's that that's that's like hot hot topic, hot click clickbait, whatever. And uh, Chewy, I think, had a hot tub incident in his you know heyday. So um, <laughs> I would say there's incident. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if you look up Chimura hot tub incident, Matt would Matt, Matt would get the reference. If you're not familiar with it, you can look it up. I'll leave that to y'all to look it up. <clears throat> yeah, Chimura. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh huh. Um, no, at Chimura was a solid tight end, but I I wouldn't have member of Mensa. He is not. So, uh, yeah, I didn't like his comments either. Uh, not necessary. I mean, I know a lot of people. That's one of those very cliched things. You know, stick a hat on it, take an extra penalty if you have to. Although, look, man. That Lions Rams game was incredibly physical, and I swear to God that I believe Matt Stafford was out when he got when Hutchinson. Well, when his eyes glazed over, uh-huh. he's just looking staring straight at the sky. I'm when, like, how the fuck are you still getting up from that? When Hutch, <laughs> yeah, when Hutchinson blew his ass up, and there were two players, man. He got he got two players like like crushing him. And he's going backwards, and he's got like lizard people eyes. No, I'm just kidding. But if his eyes are open, he's just like look, like staring at the you know dome. I swear to you, he was out. Wouldn't shock me. I mean, that's what it felt like to me watching him. The way he went down and just that glazed over look in his eyes. Then maybe you know maybe his maybe he was like having a moment like oh shit. I mean I you know the chefs. I don't know. Like there's a couple of things <laughs> going on there. You know, and uh, and then it's like he snapped out of it. And he's like, "Oh my ribs! Oh, let, let me go ahead and just like let me, let me get off to the sideline and limp over here." Um, it's like, yeah, my ribs. Yeah, yeah that's my, right, my, my ribs. ribs. The first that's thing, it. That's the first thing I'm gonna grab. Uh, like Sta- Stafford's a hell of a dude, and that game was intense, man. That was that was, I think, arguably the most intense playoff game. That was the best that playoff play- game. That was playoff football. Bro. Yeah. Oh, both of those teams were 100% playoff football, and I, I think both of them would have kicked. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Um, like I, I think you know, and this is one of the things with the, with the way p- the playoffs break. Sometimes you're like, oh, it's a shame this team couldn't have played that team. I think the, you know, the the Rams. It feels like everybody would have housed Dallas, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> or Philly, like Philly was Philly was screwed, Dallas was screwed. I mean, my God! I mean, but, well, and, but, and I know Detroit wanted to play Dallas again. Yes, and they were kind of disappointed. But you know what? I I hate to say, it, but I think they're gonna win kind of easy against the Bucks. Because I, I think I don't know if I'd say easy, but it does I, feel I like kind of yeah. not like because you, you, I think the only way you're gonna beat Detroit is get a running game going mm-hmm. because that defense is so aggressive and so physical that you have to wear them down. And if you can't run the ball against them, you're not going to wear them down. Well, you can, if, if Baker Mayfield is, is on point, you can move the ball on, on Detroit, but you gotta be, you're going to get hit. And can I just tell you that Cooper cup is incredible. Puka freaking Nakua in that game was just phenomenal. Beast. That guy oh, was yeah. was getting all sorts of contact, and he just delivered time <clears throat> after time after time. Time and st- like Stafford was great. Stafford was great. I mean, it, you know, he crunched his hand up on on that follow follow through on a throw on a helmet. I mean, he had a bloody hand going on over there. Jared Goff was legit as hell. 
I love the fact that they stuck the ball in, in golf's hands at the end of that game. You know, there's like there's a couple of things in that game where where the the you know the ghost of Lions seasons and playoffs pass. It's like Dan Campbell was was performing a football exorcism, right? <laughs> and Peyton Manning, by the way, I forget. Yes, he was talking about going to the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. And, and like uh, you got to look. If you're a Detroit fan, you, you go ahead and send a you know a thank you note to uh, Peyton Manning for working to break the curse. I forgot who the quarterback was or who the player was, but they had that piece on what was it, uh, uh, Peyton's places or whatever. Him and Jeff Daniels. Yeah, him and Jeff Daniels, like exercising the curse <laughs> or ghost or whatever it was. They were putting stuff in a hot tub or something, right? Like salts and different whatever it was. Man, it was a fun little bit. Um. You know, I had to laugh um, just a few seconds ago. You were seeing time after time after time, and I'm just thinking there's a musical shenanigan in there, Justin. Well, this this is true, and I would certainly say that, you know, A, when it comes to the Cowboys. Fuck them. Yes. <laughs> uh, B, yes, exactly. <laughs> fuck them. B, B uh, look. I think there's several teams that if, if they kind of a redo this weekend, they would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, they would. But, you know, it, <laughs> the Cowboys certainly would. And there were some moments in, in that Rams-Lions game <clears throat> that I think some players would as well. But, again, I, I want to give Dan Campbell and the Lions – specific credit in some of those moments where they went for it. They went to take that to take that game. He put he put on he put certain things on Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. All right. And there was a fourth and one from the two. They could have kicked the field goal. They didn't. I loved how the lineman went and was like clearly reporting as eligible, like waving at the ref, <laughs> doing a sign like it's it's me, it's number seventy, I'm eligible. Um, and that's when Goff fired off that touchdown strike to Laporta, twenty one ten Lions lead. Um, but I, I just like that's a specific decision. How they had the lineman report, them going forward on fourth and one from the two. And then to close the game out, like he put the ball in Goff's hands. Mm-hmm. They could have thrown the ball. Excuse me, they could have run the ball. He didn't have to have Goff like throw that. Didn't have to do that. I will say in retrospect, I didn't like the Rams punting it in that moment. Uh, I thought they should have gone for it. It's a tough decision. It, it, it is. It is. They had one timeout, and and look, look, look. The Lions got away with that. Got away with some DPI or a hold against Pukanukua. Starting fourteen. Oh uh, yeah, and that yeah, that, that throw was, was there. Call. That was a that was a missed call. It wasn't grotesquely egregious, but it was definitely if if they had thrown a flag, nobody would have complained. You know, you could you, you know what I mean. You wouldn't have been able to like, oh, they shouldn't have thrown a no. They would have been justified though. Nah, it was justified. Yeah. So so Pukanukua was incredible. Stafford, I mean, in between the bloody hand, getting his ass kicked. I mean, he took a ton of hits, took a ton of contact, got booed running out of the tunnel. I know it. You know, it's business. It's not personal. Um, it's play. It's it's playoff football, man. They're gonna boo that dude. You knew that. 
Yeah, I mean, if it was a regular season game, maybe it's yeah. different. But playoffs, 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 playoffs is different, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's different for DraftKings commercials. You know, playoffs is what it is. That that's actually that commercial's been great. I've been loving every second of it. When it's like they just get to throw it to Jim Moore, and he's like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is good, man. I think his uh, I think his little sideline foray earlier this year got him some extra commercial time. <laughs> I mean, he he looks pretty good. I mean, isn't he, yeah. is, is he in his late eighties now? Probably. Has to be. I mean, I don't know that he's in his nineties, but he's at least got to be in his late eighties. I mean, he's up there. But let, the Rams are zero and three in the red zone. Man, three field goals. The Lions three for three, and one of those was that fourth and two. Going for it, and they. I mean, if if anybody uh, has the uh, the big balls to go for a play like that, it's always going to be uh -oh. Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, you, you don't know how the game's going to play out, so you can't necessarily say, well, if they had done this, then, the, you know, you don't necessarily know the score is the same. Uh, but in a tight game, going for it there and getting it, I mean, it was a one-point margin of victory. One point. Yeah, but you're not going to make the Super Bowl without taking some risks. No, and and they do. They do. And I, and I like you Campbell. said I, balls. I, I like the fact that he just brings smash mouth football to the NFL and that it, it, it's a mindset. Yes. It's a way. It, it's a way of life. You 100%. have to, you have to live that where you're just like, I'm going to beat the shit out of everybody. I walk up to win, mm -hmm. lose or draw. They're going to know I was there and yeah. that's the way that team plays. And I love it. I, I am so happy for what Campbell has done to Detroit, given what we've seen over the years, it's it, it's great. I mean, the underdog finally has has finally reared reared up, and you know they're no longer the underdogs anymore, and I love it. it, it it's a it's a great win. I loved I loved the crowd energy. I don't necessarily need the booing of again. That's I get it. It's playoff game. They're gonna boo them. But it just the crowd energy was incredible, and Eminem out there. I mean, it was that was fun. I loved the little cutaway um, to the dude. I, I don't I, was he eighty nine. I mean, he was an old guy, and they were like season ticket holder for sixty some years, and he was there when Bobby Lane did whatever. And you're <laughs> like, oh my god, how old is this guy? <laughs> like, great, old enough, old enough. You know, good on that dude for being some long time season ticket holder, right? I mean, they waited a long time. Yes, you know, did. they waited a long, long, long time. And, you know, everybody kind of had a good, good laugh when Dan Campbell got hired and he was talking about biting kneecaps. But that was 100% a culture shift. Mm -hmm. And they've done it. Yep. They've done it. And, um, the, you know, Goff had moments when he was in, you know, with McVeigh and the Rams. He had moments. But he got embarrassed, I would say, in that Super Bowl against the Patriots. And McVeigh pretty quick, you know, pr pretty clearly was like, nope, not my guy. Got to find somebody else. And the short-term dividend paid off. I mean, look, look, the Rams got a Super Bowl. And again, that's hard to do. 
right? Good for Stafford. He, he got that ring. McVay got the ring. The, the the Rams got a ring. But and I, you know, this beef is not between Stafford and Golf. But you know that that meant a little something extra to the Lions players, right? For Golf to go out there and stick it to his former team. Oh yeah. You know it did. So the fan the the fans were great. It was loud. It was electric. Um, and I'm not a Lions fan. I mean, my, pff, right? <laughs> of course I'm not. But if you're talking about the story, and this is something we talk about every year, what's the story of the season? What are the stories of a season? Well, the Lions are one of the great stories of the season. Dan Campbell is a fascinating story, right? Their success, playoff success, getting a win, getting a second home playoff game, which really, you know, in a way, Dallas, you know, that sh bit of shenanigans with the officials cost Detroit the two, arguably cost Detroit the two, right? Again, maybe Dallas still finds a way to win that game. Who knows? But that officiating pretty much guaranteed that Detroit was going to lose. So there's a certain amount of sweet justice, if you will, in Dallas getting obliterated and Detroit basically going, thank you for the home playoff game. Thank you, Dallas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's it's weird, but it sort of worked itself out. <laughs> um, but look, again, putting it in that fourth and one from the two, putting it in Goff's hands at the end of that game, um, you know, golf throwing to Monroe St. Brown. I mean, that that was that was incredible, and I loved that clip. And I think I have it in I think I have it on our Twitter thing. I love this this slice of this clip. See if I find the right moment. Of every single person in this room, man, we were intentional on being about grit. All right, and earning it. I love everybody in here, man. We went through darkness, and it shaped us. All right, it shaped us for this moment. I love y'all, man. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And that was a very cool moment, too. Here you go. Okay, I'll just say it like this. All right? Hey, you're good enough for Detroit, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, and that's great. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you like the lines. doesn't ma matter if you like Jared Goff. For what Goff has been through in his career to basically be disposed of, right, is, which is what the Rams did to him. They, You know what I mean? They, they just wanted to get rid of this guy. Yeah. You know, get him out of here. He can't get it done. <clears throat> For Jared Goff to have an opportunity, and you, you certainly can't say – he said, oh, my God, I'm going to Detroit. This is going to be great. I'm pretty sure that was not the first thought running through that dude's head. <laughs> you know Detroit. Detroit. Oh, what? Oh, it's probably like Jason Kelsey under that, you know, tush push brotherly shove pile. Fuck my life, Detroit. <laughs> um, but, again, Dan Campbell, fit, culture, identity, attitude, grit, biting kneecaps, whatever. Um, and who knows what the future holds. But – this is a great, it's a redemption story of a player, of a team, of a city, of a sports town. That's incredible. 
right? I mean, I mean, it is. So if you enjoy those kind of things, you have to be able to enjoy that kind of moment. Now, I will say they let those two teams play and put a lot of extra pepper. That was a pretty physical damn game. There's some flags they could have thrown that they did not. They really let those players go. They let those players play. Um, it's a shame it's about good entertainment. Yeah, it's a shame about Higby. I, I I really dislike those hits. That's a bummer. Yeah, I hate those hits where they go a little too low. Um, they they got to find a better sweet spot for these defenders. And the dude still smashed his head on top of it, so it's like he yeah. got double whammyed. Yeah, he did. He did. They they're gonna they they need to find a way to address that a little bit more effectively. Um, but just you know, good for Jared Goff. Good for that crew, man. And I, I, again, I'm not a Lions fan. I mean, no, I'm rooting for the Packers. You think I'm like, oh yeah, go Bears, go Lions, go Vikings? No, uh, but I can appreciate a great story, right? I can appreciate that. And Jared Goff and what what Dan Campbell has done, what that team has done, what the organization has done over the past couple of years to build that back out has been great. And look, we already cherry picked. Adam Peters from the 49ers, so I can't wait to cherry-pick Ben Johnson from the Lions. Thank you, Washington. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, ho- I hope he really does a good job for you guys. He's uh, He's been around long enough that he should have learned quite a bit from Lynch and the front office as a whole. So Yeah, that, no, I'm, I'm very excited about the, uh, the, the Peters chapter beginning. The next thing is hiring a coach. And then after they hire the coach, it's figured out the quarterback thing. So um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how that shakes out. But no, no, big big kudos to Detroit. And it would have been a certain element of football cruelty had Stafford gone in there and ended their season. Oh, yeah. uh, and they were close to it, man. 24-23, they were close to it. Um, you know, one or two things shift in that game, and it, it's a different story different story that that dime he threw to tutu atwell money and stafford stafford took a lot of i mean timex man takes a takes a lick and it keeps on ticking i mean that that's fucking matt stafford right i don't know how that guy takes the beating he does and just gets up and just keeps on going i mean kudos to him yeah that's crazy i I mean it is you know i whether you like them, don't, I mean, what all that stuff's out there, but just appreciate the toughness, you know, of that guy. To honestly, me, you have I th- to. I, I th- honestly, I think just being on that team has really helped him in, in the respect of getting tougher. You know what I mean? Because you're, Are we you're talking about Stafford with the Rams? Or are we talking about no, golf with the Lions? Golf. Okay. Golf with the Lions. Because I feel like Stafford – I mean, Stafford did as best he could, you know, and the problem was is that they just couldn't keep him clean. And, how? I mean, I still I'm amazed at how he survived that hit mm-hmm. and got up and played. He, I'm surprised he even said, yeah, he has a concussion. <laughs> um, hey, hey, it, hey, look, it, he went to the tent. <laughs> it, it blows me away that that was one of those games where you watched two teams – leave it all on the field. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want in the playoffs. Yes. That's, 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 that, that was the, by far the best game of the entire wild card weekend. All the other games were just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> now, I mean, it, it legit feels like the Lions and the Rams exhausted themselves 
in that game, right? They went for it. They went all out, yeah. and that's what you want. You, you don't want you don't mm-hmm. want to always. Didn't we have this issue last year too with like the wild card round where just teams just didn't show up? There's some debacling going on <laughs> for sure. Um, speaking of debacling, um, I need to go debac- debacle my bathroom. My, my bladder is ready to debacle the toilet. <laughs> just don't break it. <laughs> no, we're not gonna. Bre- no, don't shake it three times. Yeah, don't cross the streams either. Right. <laughs> But no, look, great job, Detroit. Enjoy that. Um, I think it's fantastic that they get another home playoff game. And there is a certain sweet justice to Green Bay kicking Dallas's ass. And again, I thought they were going to get Mike McCarthy fired. But Green Bay did Detroit a solid, right? That division's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, not refs, no. <laughs> Let's get rid of that MC East. <laughs> And then let's go. Now the division around might be entirely different. Maybe the Bucks win. Maybe the 49ers stomp a mud hole in Green Bay. I mean, whatever. Although I, I think it's if I had to put money on it, I'd say it's far more likely that the 49ers win than it is the Bucks. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I think Detroit's on. I think Detroit is like they feel like they're NFC Championship game bound. Uh, but you still have to do it. You can talk about it all you want. What was it? What, what was it that McVeigh said in the in the post game? Like, I think some of these people were thinking about you know too much about preseason. Preseason stuff doesn't mean shit or something like that. But he was he was spicy. He was fiery. Well, I mean, it doesn't. I mean, yeah, if you're gonna sit there and read your believe the, your own hype that what mm-hmm. they said about you in the preseason, then you got problems. You do, you do. And, you know, again, one play in that game could have shifted that one tremendously. And, and the Lions did get away with that defensive P.I. late. Did well, get away with the defensive I mean, P.I. late. We, we, we saw shitty refing all weekend long. So. Uh, we've seen shitty refing all season. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not as it's arguably not as bad as that missed call on that Jerry Rice fumble in that game. Uh, where that you know that that Jerry Rice fumbled pre instant replay where Jerry Rice fumbled that damn ball against Green Bay, and uh, you know they and got to keep Tio it. Had the catch, they got to too. keep it, and and the catch too is was the ultimate outcome of that play. Hmm. Well, Thank- it's because it was Jerry Rice, and that's probably exactly why Jer- they did Jerry that. Rice got the benefit of the doubt, dude. Because you, it's Jerry Rice. Yeah. What's What's <laughs> funny is isn't is in the game of the you know what I, I do the game of the week. We've talked about this before. I wasn't gonna pick. I wasn't gonna use um the Forty Niners and the Packers because I figured uh there's so many Forty Niners fans in my building. I just figured everybody was gonna pick the Forty Niners. I didn't think it was, you know, from a fandom standpoint, very compelling. But I thought people would just automatically take san francisco but then i was like i have to but when i sent the email out one of the things that i wrote in there i'll share this with you let me see if i let me let me pull let me pull this up because i i had a good time uh i had a good time making it you know on. <laughs> game of the week i actually went back and i pulled the video um for the 49ers and the Packers of that game, the catch two. And I watched the, I watched like the last couple of minutes of that game. And I was like, I cannot believe, (laughs) I cannot believe I had forgotten 
Bro, I had forgotten about that Jerry Rice non-fumble fumble. Because fumble. I in my head, like I remember the 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 throw to Terrell Owens, but I'd forgotten about that. <clears throat> Let's see where is this thing. In my email to the staff, that's what I sent too many emails. Clearly, my God, here we go. All right, let's see. La 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 la. What? You thought I might pick anything other than Packers 49ers? Got to admit, I almost rolled with the Texans Ravens. CJ Stroud is incredible, so Baltimore better better buckle up. Look, whatever happens going forward, Green Bay thumping Dallas was like several wins rolled into one. Dear Mike McCarthy, thanks for the memories. Hashtag HTTR and go Pack Go. Woo! So my first game of the week is Packers at 49ers, right? And I mentioned that thing about uh, the coworker that, you know, I was like, hey, you know, now that so-and-so has let me savor the Packers' obliteration of the Cowboys for a few few days, uh, we can crank up the shenanigans for another chapter in the Packers-49ers playoff rivalry. Mercifully, we have instant replay now, so no more non-fumble fumbles from Jerry Rice, like the one that helped set up the game-winning touchdown, a.k.a. the catch-2 to T.O. in 1998. And I linked the Wikipedia entry for the catch-2, and then I linked the YouTube video of that game, time-stamped, auto-playing right before, or right as Jerry Rice makes the catch and then fumbles. <laughs> See what's nice. interesting. What's interesting is that and, that is also the, the same day that Terrell Owens became T.O. Yes, yes. You know, although I will say one of my favorite parts about uh, queuing that game up is hearing Madden and Summerall. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's so good. It's so good. It's so great to hear their voices, and it doesn't well, it doesn't feel like it's as long. It's it's that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is. I mean, that's like Jan- January third, nineteen ninety nine. Right. It's, yeah. Well, that's this been a minute. And, and also think about like when we were growing up, mm-hmm. uh, watching Monday Night Football. You know, Gifford, mm-hmm. Deerdorf, and Al mm-hmm. Michaels. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. get any better than that when we're kids. Dan Deerdorf. Yeah. Al Michaels, Deerdorf. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What? Who was the? Uh, who was the comedian that did it briefly? Dennis, um, uh, Dennis Miller, Dennis yes. Miller yeah, 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 and I and I liked him, but it wasn't a great fit. He made some really rando references. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had the golden years, guys. Yeah, you know, we had we had some of the best. We did. And... Frank Allen, Dan. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, but uh, and then uh, you know what's great is a. Uh, uh, I also work. I work with a ton of Bills fans. One of the dudes is going to the Bills Chiefs game. Hell yes! I was. He was like, "I'm going to the game." I'm like, "That is fantastic!" So I told him I totally expect to see. And he said the ticket price wasn't that bad. I think he said it cost him about two hundred ish bucks. They're up pretty high. They're up pretty high. I'm like, so what? It's a playoff game. You can be high up on that one. Um, but I think this is like the third game he's going to this year maybe fourth he's been to several games this year but i think it's awesome to get to i mean he's a big old bills honk i mean like he is legit all about it he's great he's very very nice guy very funny uh but i was like bro i gotta see some pictures i want to see snowballs i want to see elbow drops on tables i want to see some tailgate like we can't stick him in the work email but you can show him to me bro (laughs) 
<laughs> You're going through a table, right? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, he might be of the age where he's not doing table drops anymore. You know, you get mm. to a point like I, I can promise you that, and you guys know me well enough and have known me long enough. There was absolutely a point in my life I would have, I would have done that, that table nonsense. But you know what I wouldn't do today? That table nonsense. <laughs> I wouldn't do it now. No. But like, it, I am not drunk enough no. to do that. But twenty years ago, oh yeah, I would have been. I would have been like, let's do it. I would have been like, hey Randy, let's do this. <laughs> twenty years ago, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Maybe even fifteen. I, maybe. I, I think through the early thirties, I still would have done that. Twenties definitely. Early thirties mm-hmm. maybe. Forties not so much. <laughs> what will it take for you to go through that table? One more beer. Yeah. <laughs> One, what was it? One bourbon, one shot, one beer. Whatever that song is. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, well, I said I needed to pee. I need to pee. All right, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a, a quick beer break or pee break or whatever, and then we can come back and do a salute the clock. So if you need to go to the bathroom or grab a beverage, do it now, and we'll be right back. All right. But yeah. Oh, I can't believe he's going. It's so good. I want to see pictures. I want to see video. I want to see an RKO or isn't it an RKO out of nowhere? I want to see that. Yeah. And I want I want snowballs because I think the last thing I I saw, um, and I don't mean like Mark's bad Pornhub channel. I mean like I want to see like I, I want to see them. Uh, you know, because yeah. they're supposed to get like two or three feet of snow in Buffalo again, right? This is the last weather report I saw. And so I, I want the fans all throwing snowballs all over the place. I, that was pro- one of my favorite parts of that Steelers Bills game was when you had something, the Bills, something was going well for the Bills, man. They started throwing snowballs all over the place. It was great. I love that. I love that so much. Anyway, all right. We'll be back in a minute. We'll be back in a minute. All right. <laughs> Keyword to sports and brew. You know the drill by now, I think. We'll be right back. <laughs> Salute o'clock. It's coming. Yes, sir. Had to stretch her legs for a couple of minutes. We may have lost Shannon. We're not sure yet. There's a small possibility he may have passed out in the shitter. So we'll <laughs> we'll know in a few minutes. We'll see if he shows up. All right, Randy, salute o'clock. So, uh, of course, I'm enjoying uh, you know, some Corona. I'm hydrating along the way, and then I'm on uh, round two of my uh, Jack and Cokes, which is oh man, they're so good. Jack and Mexico, love these things. But I, I usually try not to do the the double dip, just because uh, sometimes when I when I roll the deuce on that one, I get a little spicy. But uh, sometimes, sometimes, not always, but sometimes I get I get a little zesty on that. But uh, yeah, a little Corona, a little Jack and Coke. I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, bro. What you got, man? So for the round one, uh, I got something from uh, Shannon. He get, gave me a bunch of beers from the uh, Family Tree Beer Club that that he was with with Hardywood. Nice. And uh, so the first one I did was an orange creamsicle. <clears throat> That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't wasn't too bad. I was uh, I liked it. Yeah. Uh, you know, a little on the hefty side at nine point five, but Ooh. you know, got some stank it on it. Still tasty. So. And right now I am kind of sitting on this uh, Founders Headless Gordsman that he gave me. Mm. It's it's a uh, barrel-aged ale 
with maple syrup and spices. It's a 13.1%, so obviously this is my good, good night gracious. beer. Yeah, that's a night-night beer. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, because it's barrel-aged, obviously, I'm just going to kind of let it breathe. Let's get some of that sweetness and uh, spices going in there. And there you go. Thirteen point what? Thirteen point one. Yeah, like Ooh. I said, that's the night night beer. That's like okay, Ooh. when we're done, I'm just gonna my head's gonna hit the pillow. That'd be the end of me. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. That's for sure. That's funny, man. My God, I that's what Shannon was drinking before he went to the bathroom. Uh, clearly, he fell asleep on the uh, shit. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we lost Shannon. We gave him, we gave him extra time too. Doesn't matter. It's like the end of a soccer match, right? Where they have, you're like, how much time is there? I don't know. We got extra time. That's what we're doing with McGuffin. We're like, where's McGuffin? Is he pooping? Did he pass out? Where'd he go? Uh, no McGuffin. So he is MIA. So, all right. Let's do a couple of quick hits off these other games. Bill Steelers. Uh, Josh Allen, of course, had some phenomenal moments. And it looked like the uh, the Bills. You know, part of one, one of my favorite things of that game was was quite frankly just the fans doing the snowballs. Man, I love that. Right. And they made the right decision to move it. Let's not pretend otherwise. Um, and some of the pregame stuff with the people shoveling snow and the, the dude, the shirtless dude riding down the snow removal tube was hilarious. Uh, that's a different breed up there in in Buffalo, man. <laughs> That is hardcore, bro. I haven't I haven't seen that much of snow in a long time. <laughs> That's a lot. Lake effect, buddy. Uh, it's pretty intense, man. Pretty intense. And look, I will give the Steelers some respect for the amount of fight that they've had uh, to, to just make it to the playoffs. And they brought some heat late in that game. I know, like, a lot of people were, were upset over this, like, fake slot of Josh Allen. Man, I've watched that replay so many times. And as far as I'm concerned, it's like a stutter step. He didn't look like he was going down to me. He, I thought he was just trying to okey-doke and juke the dude, right? Yeah. With a little stutter step. I watched it, and I watched it, and I'm like, yeah, no. Nah, it wasn't as um, fake slidey as, say, like the Kenny Pickett moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a lot of room. There's no way. If, 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 you're, a, if you're the Steelers defender – you couldn't have possibly thought that he was going down right there. I I just I just don't see it. So I, I think the the Twitter, the social media, the X, the blue sky, the instant, whatever the meltdown, uh, I think is and the complaints are unjustified. Right, ended up being a fifty-two yard touchdown run, and he ended up uh, breaking through that tackle on the way to the end zone and snowballs all over the place. Uh, that that was that was fantastic. I mean that that put the Bills up twenty-one. The donut. But the, you know, look again. The Steelers rallied up a little bit. They closed the twenty-four to seventeen. But I loved that play when the Bills got the ball back and at Josh Allen hit um, Shakur or Shakir. Shakir, yeah, Shakir, and that guy got away from Minka Fitzpatrick. You're like, oh shit! That play was incredible. The way that he basically broke free from Minka Fitzpatrick and then snaked through the defense to get that in the end zone and make it 31-17, that was the nail in the coffin. That dude was not going to be in the eye. No, no. That, that, was, that was the proverbial A for effort. That guy, that guy delivered. That was hellified, man. And this is another moment. I get it, man. If you're a Steelers, you know, Steelers fan, you're annoyed at that. You know, uh, that fourth and three, Rudolph's throwing to Pickens, and, and Pickens 
they could have thrown a flag there. Is no call for defensive holding, defensive pass interference. They could have very, very justifiably and reasonably thrown that flag there. They did not. The refs did not. Um, but it, that felt like – I don't know that I ever felt like that Pittsburgh was going to come and take that game away from Buffalo. Uh, I, I would say this, though. While I'm on the Buffalo train, the injuries at some point are going to catch up. Oh, no doubt. You know, it's it's just going to happen. The other thing that's, that is tough, while I agree that they made the right decision by moving that game, Buffalo does end up being on short rest compared to the Chiefs. So, I mean, the good news is they don't have to travel, obviously. But right. it, they're still going to be on short rest. And I don't know, man, like, I, you know – it feels like we were waiting for the Eagles, waiting for the Eagles, waiting for the Eagles. They could never put it together. And we've also waited for the Chiefs, waited for the Chiefs, waited for the Chiefs. And quite frankly, let Kadarius Tony ride the pond. Rasheed Rice, roll with it. Kelsey, they've got enough guys that are playmakers that if they need to put Tony away, right? Leave on a side, man, just do it. Just do it, well, man. It also, it doesn't doesn't hurt them when the refs kind of look the other way on some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, the, like that one obvious hold right in front of a ref who just kind of ignored it, and then what hold? And then the dude just you know literally pushes Mahomes. Mahomes does the rest, and it's like, oh, instead of a hold, it's a I mean, roughing the passer. And I'm just kind of like, hold the phone, hold hold the hold on, hold on. Well, time out. Time out. You you got to know there's certain even it, even though it's playoff football. Right, you can't. You got to know, man. There's certain quarterbacks are just not going to let you get away with certain things. On Mahomes is one of them. <laughs> Mahomes yeah, but is clearly one of them, being dude. draped all over a defender trying to get to Mahomes, who would have had a clean shot at Mahomes <laughs> had he not been held, and to just kind of be like, "Oh, look at that! Isn't that eh. nice?" And just kind of turn and look back. And... Eh. Didn't see it. Peripheral vision. Couldn't fairly judge it. Sorry, Randy. <laughs> yeah. But it's just it's just one of those things where when you when you know you know they fucked up when the commentators and even the you know their their uh, <clears throat> rules analysis is like that should have been a flag. It's just like <laughs> yeah, damn. Nope. There's there's definitely been a couple of moments in these games. Again, we talked about it. Rams Lions. It's certainly it's also true. This Bills Steeler Steelers game. There's definitely some moments they could have thrown a flag and you would and, and you couldn't have complained. It wasn't borderline. It wasn't uh eh, no. I mean you if, if you're being intellectually honest, you watch that and go, Yeah, they probably should have flagged that. <laughs> and that's one of those plays. That's one of those plays. Yeah, but but yeah, but I mean like that that's the deal, man. You gotta find a way to that you've gotta you know, if you gotta beat the team and beat the refs, then that's just you know, it sucks. Fair or not. I mean, that's the deal. But I never felt like Pittsburgh was going to take that game from Buffalo. I know they closed the gap. Yeah. I know they closed the gap. But that, that felt like that was Buffalo's game, right? It's kind of like, you know, the Bucks and the Eagles, you know, once we were actually watching that game and, and they were playing it, I know the score stayed reasonably close for a long period of time. Again, it finished 32-9, but – the Eagles had a lot of opportunities mixed in. And look, here's the deal, man. Like, 
we knew the Eagles were in trouble, but then Ric Flair rolled out there in Bucks gear, man. Forget about it. <laughs> by the time, by that the time, great. yeah, by the time you got that dude flexing the Bucks gear, styling and profiling, having fun with people, like that. No, nah, that's it, man. You got Ric Flair on your side, dude. Woo! It is over. Um, Eagles were 0 for 9 on third down in that game, by the way. They were 48% during the regular season. And over the last, since week 13, the Eagles have a negative 11.7 points per game margin. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah, they're 31st in the NFL. They're terrible. Terrible. They are the third team to start 10 and 1 and then lose in a wild card. It's not company you want to keep, but they're there. They're there. It just felt like the Bucks had more fight in them. They fought harder for first downs. They fought harder for yards. They just fought. And whether it's fair or not, the Eagles look like a beaten team that I'm not saying they melded in. I'm not saying that. But they never shifted into playoff football mode. You know, or playoff football gear. It just wasn't there. Wasn't there. They had some moments, right? In the second quarter, uh, Jalen Hurts hit the Slim Reaper for a 55-yard gain. It set up that goal line touchdown to Dallas Goddard. Yeah. Right? And then the Bucks locked it down on the, on the old brotherly shove or the tush push. Now, fine. They about beheaded Jalen Hurts to do it. You know, that dude got twisted up like a pretzel and essentially got dragged backwards out of the pile by his head. That's pretty intense. But... Preserve that sixteen to nine Bucks lead. Preserve that lead. You know, preserved it. When that failed, I kind of was like, "Yeah, this uh-huh. is this is over, pretty much." Yeah, 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 yeah. But but it, it even though the score remained relatively close, it just felt like that was the Bucks game. There was no point watching that game where I was like, "Oh yeah, Eagles are coming." Just I don't know. It just didn't feel like it. You know, Bucks played about as mistake-free football as they potentially yeah. could have, and they also blitzed the hell out of Jalen Hurts. Someone was coming free; didn't yeah. matter what it was. Mm-mm. Look, the Eagles, the, the the Eagles team, whether it's Sirianni or somebody else, uh, Hurts. They, they got to work on that, man. You got to clean that up because if they can't figure that out, teams are just going to blitz the crap out of them, which is what they should do and exploit the weakness. I get it. Uh, Mayfield, man, good on him for resurrecting his career. It feels like he was flirting with being a weird kind of backup quarterback or out of the league or something. Um, so th- that part's pretty sweet. I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan per se. It's not like I'm like, woo, go Baker. But I can appreciate the things he basically has had to overcome to be in this particular situation. I think I think that is a fun story, and they handled business against, you know, against the Eagles. I just don't know how much of that is really about Tampa Bay versus how much of it is just Philly melting down. I just can't believe they've melted down and just sucked, quite honestly, as much as they have. Wild to me. Absolutely wild to me. I will say I did not like in the fourth quarters. The Eagles did take a field goal off the board after a Bucks penalty. Uh, they went for it on fourth and five, and it was still a big old bag of nope. Nope. I mean, that's it's a rookie mistake. Sometimes you just got to take the points. Yeah. And rather than come away with none at all. But 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not, I'm not crying any big old tears for the Eagles getting knocked out. Um, oh no, they're no, out. It's so terrible. Although, look, Jason Kelsey, good dude. I love that thing where he gave like a signed jersey to that that you know drive through yep. McDonald's lady. That was kind of a cool story. Um, and I wish him well in retirement. It's going to be weird him piecing out. Uh, there was a part of me that was like, well, maybe he'll just wrap up his time in Philly and then he'll play a season with his brother in Kansas City. Like That would be pretty sweet. But either way, look, Jason Kelsey, enjoy your retirement. Well-earned, well-deserved. I would imagine he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, so we'll see in a gold jacket in a couple of years. Uh, but, the, yeah, the Eagles are just a mess, man. I don't trust Tampa Bay, but Philadelphia, whew. Your football team sucks. Good lord, sucks. Ain't no yeah. Philly, only, ain't no Philly special here unless you mean getting thrown out into the trash. Oh, it's not like we have to worry about it. So, it's. <laughs> I'm just. Oh God, I'm so happy to see Philly and Dallas gone. Yes, no complaints from me. Ah, uh, honestly, <laughs> I was. I was really happy to see Tampa just show up the way they did. I really was. I I was really impressed with how it just felt like from the first the first possession in the of the mm-hmm. game to the very bitter end, they literally just dominated the entire game. That they had that that physicality you talked about earlier. They were fired up, they were ready to go. Bowles had them ready to go mm-hmm. and had a great game plan to shut down Hurts and it worked. Side note and this is a slight game jump, but speaking of playoff action and quarterbacks, whatever, we talked about C.J. Stroud and the Texans earlier tonight. Yeah. Texans, by the way, are the uh, first team to return two, two pick sixes, two interceptions for touchdowns in a game since Seattle did it against Washington uh, in 2008, which is gross. But much like love, uh, CJ Stroud was in fuego, did a great job. I'm, I'm disappointed for the Browns. I would say again that I think we just overrated the Browns defense. I really expected more out of Cleveland's defense injuries aside. Uh, I knew CJ Stroud was good, but CJ Stroud that game, he was great. He was great. Oh, yeah. And that squad, keep in mind, that squad, that squad went from three and 13 to 11 and seven and then in the divisional round, that's a hell of a job. But this is where uh, – uh, Shannon, is he back or is he still just MIA? I mean, I sent him a message and nah, – He's know, out. He's not there. All right. So, rookie quarterbacks and head coach duos. All right, to win a playoff game. Okay. Stroud and D'Amico Ryan. Yep. D'Amico Ryan's, yep. All right. You want to guess the other two? I'll tell you they're relatively recent. So, within the past – you know, 10 to 14 years. Well, I mean, obviously for me, the the ones that just kind of pop into my head right off the bat are, you know, like Peyton and Dungy. Good guess. Not the answer. Um, obvi- but the thing is, when you, when you say for well, like the past 14 years, it's like, well, that kind of rules out Brady and Belichick. Um, it's true. That's true. So fun. Uh, last twenty years, <laughs> that makes you feel better. 
again, rookie quarterback and rookie head coach duos. You got to have two new, you know, it's a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach, essentially. Head coach. Uh-huh. Um, I, I will tell you, one of them is a sports brew favorite. <laughs> sports brew favorite. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 100%. Well, half the problem is figuring out who is a rookie head coach, you know, when it I happens. know. That's tough. All right. Uh, uh, Jets. Was it, so? Are you talking about Rex Ryan and Mark Sanchez? Yes, sir. Two thousand nine Jets. They reached the AFC Championship game too. For the infamous butt fumble. Yeah. Well, le butt fumble. Yes. Mark Sanchez and freaking Rex Ryan. Let's go eat a goddamn snack. Yeah, that dude. All right. So Stroud and D'Amico Ryan's. Mark Sanchez and Rex Ryan's. Funny how there's some Ryan's in there. All right. And then we were talking about this dude's new team. But here we are talking about in this particular context. Talking oh, you're, about, you're, you're, talk, you're talking about uh, the Rams. Mm-mm. With, uh, no? Mm-mm. Oh, oh I thought you had it when you started to say that. First letter is right. The first letter is right. It said Rams. Yeah. Yeah. R. Not many. Not many teams with the R. Nope. Come on, Randy. Well, actually, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't Shanahan's first year with Griffin? That was a hell of a year. Not the one. Damn it, dude. This guy, this guy, we were just talking about his current team. Think about prior team. Prior team. Uh huh. Rookie head coach, prior team. Uh huh. R. <laughs> some thinking juice. All right. Yeah, you have some thinking juice. 2008. Baltimore. Come on, man. Wait a minute, was it really uh, was it really Flacco and uh, Harbaugh? Yes. Damn. I I see. I didn't even think about the fact that I, Harbaugh has been the head coach there for so long. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't even think about the fact that it feels like it, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, Flacco and Harbaugh, and they reached the AFC Championship game. Yeah. So it, it's wild that Sanchez and Ryan's, not D'Amico, but Rex. Rex, let's eat a goddamn snack. Ryan's reached the AFC. I mean, that's a hell of a coaching job, man. And that was a good squad. Sanchez was a limiting factor, but that was a good, that was a good squad. And the 2008 Ravens, Joe Flacco and John Harbaugh also reached the AFC championship game. Let me tell you what, let me tell you what, man, we're going to call our shots in a minute here. I got to tell you, and we were talking about this off, off podcast, man. I am really vibing on the Texans. I am. Look, and this is not meant as any kind of disrespect to Baltimore because that's not what this is this is about. But in my head, I'm just watching Houston dismantle Cleveland. And I'm like, oh my. Baltimore's going to have their freaking hands full. Full. I said, I said last week there are three teams that I felt, felt like they could beat the Ravens. And Houston was one of them. Mm-hmm. 
They're so, uh, yeah, they're, they're dangerous, man. Like, there's no doubt. So, I'm gonna call my shots now, Randy. Right. I'm taking Houston. Okay. I'm taking the Texans over the Ravens. Now, should the Ravens, you know, should they win? Yeah. Is Lamar Jackson going to have to pinch off a loaf and run into the tunnel? Maybe. But I like the story. I, I like C.J. Stroud, like, all in fuego. So I'm taking I'm taking Houston. I probably shouldn't, but I'm taking Houston to upset Baltimore, which is gutsy. Ooh, ooh. But I'm doing it. You are not wrong. No. Oh, I know I'm not wrong. I might be wrong about the pick. I'm not wrong about my motivations for it. So I'm taking the Texans in an upset. But I'm a realist. Baltimore should win the game. But uh, I'll just watch that game, man. I don't. I don't. The scheme execution. The they just kept having players running away from defenders. It was just wild to me. So blew me how wide open some of those guys were. Yeah. I'm taking the Texans. Okay. All right. This is not me hating on Baltimore. Right. But, yeah. I mean, if it. I'm going with uh, with my head, obviously I would think Baltimore would probably, should win the game. Right. But, honestly, I like what I'm seeing out of Houston, and I want to see them take it to the next level. So, I would. this would be that one time when I'm definitely going to pick Houston as well because – why not? There is they showed they belong. Oh, they belong. They belong. And what they even though yeah, yes, they had the last play schedule and but the thing is is they beat the teams they needed to beat to get where they are. They absolutely massacred Cleveland, who has one of the best defenses in the league. Or so we thought. True. But it's just on paper, yes, one of the best defenses in the league. And I'm not I was as much as I was surprised, I wasn't. I just felt like D'Amico Ryan is probably playing that. You know what? They think we're they think we're nothing. They think we're the underdogs. They think we're not. We don't have what it takes. Prove them wrong. That team went out there and just played their heart out. When Stroud hit Brevin Jordan, and this was, you know, this game doesn't look close at the end. Cause, well, because it wasn't, right? But earlier on, this was a really good football game. Some back and forth scoring, you know, whatever. I mean, it's just some goodness. Yeah. But when Stroud hit Brevin Jordan off of play action, it's a 76-yard touchdown. And that dude just ran – just outran all the Browns defenders. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> in my notes, it just says asterisk, asterisk. This is when I knew the Browns were in trouble. Because <laughs> they were. They were. So. I mean, could you imagine if they'd had Tank Dell as well? On, oh, out my God. There? Yeah. I mean, Houston's just going to be a handful. Just an absolute handful. There's no doubt. And uh, so for everybody that hated on Peacock and all that, you're just going to have to get over it. I know that's the I know that was the Chiefs game. Like, I hear you. Uh, Chiefs-Dolphins. But if you <laughs> – all you do is sign up for a trial and then cancel. You'll be okay. 
they know streaming is the is is the way of is the way of the future. I mean, they they know that. I'm not saying I got to kill legacy media or over air TV. I'm not saying any of that, but you you better be prepared for streaming. Uh, and I think the NFL is working to be ready for that. But oh my God, were people hating on Peacock and just setting just setting Twitter and social media and Instagram like all the stuff, man, just set everything on fire. Going yeah. going after him on that, but um, I had no faith in the Dolphins in, in that Chiefs game, and it's not it's not me hating on Tua or Tyreek or anything like that. It's just it's cold. Uh, Miami needs home games in the playoffs. That's what they need. Uh, so they better they better be up to the challenge next season because them and it just there's too many cold weather teams that you got to go see. And right. if they're going to struggle outside of the, you know, their home field, or if they're going to struggle in sub 60 degree temperature, uh, sub 30 degree temperature, look, it's cold. We get it. Oh no, man. You know, dolphins were a letdown. chiefs. I thought were pretty good. Uh, chiefs bills. I hope is a fantastic. I really hope it's a fantastic game. I mean, it feels like it's going to be, Oh, Chiefs Bills, dude. Mahomes finally on the road in a playoff game. Uh, Super Bowls yeah. aside. Super Bowls aside. To finally get him. And and you just think of some of the playoff games, you know, between the Bills and the Chiefs. I mean, there have been some classics. Been some absolute classics. And I like Kansas City's defense more than I like Buffalo's defense, but if Josh Allen is gonna be that motivated. Yeah. Good luck, man. Good luck. Uh, I think we've covered all the games. It, it looks like Shannon is not going to show back up. Probably oh, not. Eagles in full BSC mode. I still can't believe that. Freaking bucks. Yeah. All right. Let's call our shots and then get out of here. Right. Uh, Shannon will probably show up pretty late. All right. We already talked about Texans Ravens. I'm taking the Texans. I forget who you said. Are you taking the Texans as well? Uh, I'm going to take the Texans just because I feel like they had that momentum thing going for them uh-huh. right now, and I think that the the time off is going to end up biting the Ravens in the ass on this one. All right, so slow start for the Ravens and may not be able to make it up. All right. Uh, Bucks-Lions. Oh, that's a tough one. Hmm. But I do believe the Lions are going to win this one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Bucks hater, although they barely survived the Carolina Panthers at the end of the year. <laughs> uh, I I would say uh, the Bucks are a nice story, mm-hmm. but it feels like the Lions should win this. You know, they're gonna have some similar like, you know, nice story moments and all that. Rig- all that's true. Although I think that there's deeper layers to Detroit. For all the fight that the Bucks had against Philly. Uh, the Eagles look like they had, had already mailed it in and were halfway to Cancun. Mm. Lions aren't going to be like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. lines are going to be out there, Kool-Aid man, wall breaking, going to town. So uh, Baker Mayfield's a little bit of an X factor. He could be great. He could be a disaster. He mm-hmm. could be somewhere in between. Um, I'm going to take the Lions. Uh, I just I think they're the better overall team across the roster and uh I'm I'm feeling that. I mean Bucks are neat. Yeah. Bucks are neat. I'm 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 not trying to hate on them, but I just I feel like that's very much a Detroit game and uh the Lions are going to the NFC Championship. I mean that's what that feels like to me. 
All right. No, so. I, I agree with you. I, I feel like Denver has the inside. Not Denver, Detroit has the inside track to just absolutely out physical uh, the Bucks here, and it's going to be interesting because yeah. if we see that same Jared Goff with that same fire lit under his ass that we saw last week, whoo, this is going to be quite an interesting game. Could be, could be. All right, so we're both taking the Lions. Uh, Chiefs-Bills, again, I'm super excited about this one. I think this could you know, end up being like one of those playoff classics. Some of that is shaped by some prior matchups between the Chiefs and the Bills in the playoffs. It's just wild to get Mahomes out of the confines of Arrowhead in the postseason and get him on the road. I don't... I don't have any grievance with with the Chiefs. You know, that's mm-hmm. not it's not like I'm like, oh yeah, screw the Chiefs. I mean, none of that's there. I don't have any malice towards them, uh, fandom or not. But I mean a huge huge point spread. Huge point yeah. spread. Probably more than it should be. And whew, I'm stoked for it. I think I, I but I gotta take Bills and, and and I'm biased. I mean, here I am talking about working with a bunch of Bills fans. It, it mm-hmm. just feels like it's it's got to be it, it's got to be now, right? I mean, you have had to travel to Kansas City, you've had to deal with all that crap. You got them in your house. You got them in your house with your fans, with your weather, and it's a big bag of effort. You got to go. Yeah, you got to go. I am worried about the Buffalo defense. At some point, you just start running out of bodies. Um, and it, look, Kansas City is not as good as they were, but. You're at the time of year. All you just need to be better than your opponent in the moment. Agreed. That's it. Without a shadow of a doubt. That's it. And I, I don't, I don't know. Buffalo's defense worries me. Um, Josh Allen could have a bad turnover or two, but you know he's going to be up there running, slinging it around, and and all that. I mean, the the Bills are going to, if they don't win this game, they're going to be in it all the way through. You know. Yeah. I think that's what we're looking at. So I'm going to take Buffalo. Um, I won't be shocked if the Chiefs win, but I'm just going to take Buffalo. Who are you running with, bro? So, I mean, any type of fandom aside, I feel like if I'm looking at it objectively, uh, I feel like the Bills definitely have an edge. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, but I'm going to attribute that to their home field advantage more so than anything else, right? Uh, but honestly you know josh allen has a lot to prove it's finally kind of get past the chiefs and get the monkey off your back so you can just kind of move forward it's a big thing to get done yeah so yeah can he do it yes absolutely uh but he also has a solid supporting cast around that's going to help him get it done and i think that team can do it yeah so i'm gonna go bills all right it felt like the chiefs were just gonna melt down late in the year kind of the way philadelphia did yeah. you know what i mean like they just won't be able to get out of their own way and they're just gonna f it up and it, there's just i don't know man that maybe they've turned the corner maybe the 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 chiefs team that we're more used to in prior seasons mm-hmm. is here kicking some ass i don't know um i don't love the setup for them but no nah, I'm, I'm taking buffalo for sure all right so we're do- we're both taking the Lions against the Bucks. We're both taking the Bills against the Chiefs. Um, and it sounds like we're both taking the Texans against the Ravens. Boy, that's a playoff matchup. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed earlier like. this year. Yeah. All right, last game that we got to call our shots for. Look, eight fifteen Saturday, Packers Forty ers I hope it's a great game. 
It could 100% be a classic. And you don't have McCarthy to screw up clock management now. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a bad joke. And this is fandom bias. Of course. Because if you took fandom out, I would say San Francisco. But with fandom involved, I'm going to take... I, I, I'm gonna, I wouldn't expect anything yeah, less out of you. I would imagine uh, we are very much in, you know, the we're drawing within the lines here, right? Oh, Randy's going yeah. Oh, Randy's taking the Niners. Duh. Justin's taking the Packers. Duh. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Any given Sunday, you can see some weird, weird things happen. But uh, Packers 49ers, I hope is is fantastic. And there yeah, are here's hoping. <laughs> Like how I stuck to ship my pants commercial in that chat, which <laughs> is, is is true. It is a phenomenal, really is a great ad. Yeah. It's who it'll play. Throw into these eight minutes. See, they just got three up here in the line of scrimmage rushing. You look around the stadium and there is no one look has how, departed. Look how young Steve Young looks. I was just looking at the uh, catch two Packers Niners wildcard game. I mean, it's just crazy. Jerry Rice looks so good. Steve, yeah. Steve Young looks so young. Brett Favre has funny facial hair. It's just wild. How was that 24 years ago? That is unfreaking. It's amazing. Yeah, that's unreal. Unreal. Um, oh, all right. Uh, in a in a pick'em that will surprise no one, we're gonna go ahead and call our shots for Packers 49ers. Uh, I will. T- I am sure that Randy's taking Green Bay, so I'm taking San Francisco. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to help. Uh, no, look. All kidding aside, I, I hope this is a great game. The setup is there for it to be phenomenal, and it it San Francisco had a tough out last year. Um, you know, we talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, the, the Purdy injury was just rough. Yeah. That, that's a team that's got a, a ton of talent all littered all over the place. Defensive side of the ball, offensive side of the ball, you know, Debo. I mean, there's, a, you know, there's just people, you know, by a name, you know, uh, Debo, Brandon, Ayuk, et cetera. I mean, it's just Purdy. Um, I would think Green Bay is on point and is ready. Green Bay better be lights out. It doesn't have to be the exact the exact same kind of way they went at Dallas. That's right. But I think that idea of being aggressive and saying, we're taking it to you, I think you got to do. Because the 49ers, if they have the opportunity to bully ball you and get up on you, look, yep. they're going to pound the crap out of you. So I don't know if this is going to be one of those classic, well, you know, we were just going to get physical and mess with the finesse teams, and I'm not saying that Green Bay is a finesse team. Yeah. But I I certainly don't think they're as hardy in the trenches and as gutsy as San Francisco is. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just yeah, feel like I, I feel like the 49ers have a distinct edge in physicality, and if there's one thing that's been the bane of Green Bay's existence in the playoffs against San Francisco in – relatively recent times the last decade 10 to 15 years it is it has been their inability to step up to the level of physicality that that the 49ers bring that uh, is very true yeah i mean i think that's the danger so obviously colin kaepernick's not going to run for five bajillion yards on him <laughs> thanks a lot fuck face um <laughs> 
But, you know, look, Purdy's got some down, you know, some downtime to rest that next thing here and to get himself right. You get, you got C-Mac. I mean, uh, run CMC. I mean, it's, I, I still don't love that Joe Barry defense in Green Bay, but this game is not about Green Bay's defense. Their defense just needs to be solid. If the defense is solid, right, and their yeah. then their offense is on point, they could steal this game. This is very much the old punch's chance, steal it. Do I think the 49ers win? Yes. Do I hope, and this is fan of bias, do I hope, but the Packers find a way to steal this one? Hell yeah. Hmm. That'd be awesome. But if I, you know, realistically, yeah, you know, having that push at the end of the regular season and then shellac in Dallas might be as good as I get it. You know what I mean? For the postseason. Right. And that's okay. That's okay because the, the Green Bay wasn't supposed to be ready this year. And there they were. And then you end up feeling pretty good about next year. So... I am going to take Green Bay, but that's just really just fandom. That's all that is. It's fandom. Uh, if Green if Green Bay rolls up, you know, if they win the coin toss and they're going to stay aggressive and they're going to do that, there is opportunity space against the 49ers in that secondary. Jordan Love kind of dancing and moving around the pocket. All that helps in that capacity. Yeah. Um, but I just, you know, I, I guess it's a fandom pick. Fandom pick. But I, I'm going to take... You know, I'm going to take Green Bay. Uh, Randy, what you got, man? Is there something in particular you're looking forward to with the game, the game breakdown? Well, obviously, you know, for the 49ers offense to work, it usually goes to the run game. So I'm really kind of looking to see uh, CMC have a fairly decent game. I'm not going to say he's going to just blow up, but he's going to do enough to really just, Set the tone for the game. That's, that's and that's really what San Francisco needs is someone who's going to set the tone for the game, mm-hmm. and then step up beyond that. And that's what this team's always been about. So, as an example, we'll say start the drive off, first drive off on the offense. You know, you see CMC getting some serious yardage there. You, I, I feel like that sets the tone. That's yeah. a, you know that that forces the defense to you know, kind of draws them in a little bit and yeah. that's when you play action off of that. And that's something that San Francisco does very well. Yeah. Um, so it's, I'm looking to see <clears throat> just basically whether it's CMC or Purdy or somebody just to set the tone, Yeah. you know, and that's, and that's what either team really needs to do is like sit there and be like, this is, we're going to impose our will. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. The 49ers have a pretty clear identity mm-hmm. and they have, playoff bitterness from last year and that's a huge motivator you know huge motivator uh Brock Purdy basically being eliminated from MVP contention uh the other week and uh, there might be he might still get some votes but I I don't think there's any reasonable expectation that Brock Purdy is going to be the NFL MVP right I worry about the physicality I would say Green Bay is going to have to have one of those, I don't know, a turnover or two where it just bounces their yeah. way. You know, whether it's a um, tip drill pick or a wide receiver catches it and then they force it out, whatever. I I think to win, Green Bay is going to need a turnover or two. Anything, right. anything beyond that is gravy. Um, I would imagine the 49ers are just going to try to out-physical them, pound them into submission, burn up a ton of clock and just, just bring the heavy football hammer. 
and just go. And you know, if the 49ers win, I'm gonna hate on you, Randy. I might even still pull for you. Uh, but uh, going into the game, I can't. I can't be like, hey, Randy, I, good for you, 49ers. I'm gonna go ahead and you know wish for a curveball. Here you go. No, not can't do that. Can't do that. I'm I'm rooting for uh, the Packers upset, and it would be. Um, I I think I've reached the 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 point of this season that I'm rooting for a little bit of chaos. And I really want Packers Texans in the Super Bowl because that would be so bananas. That'd be yeah, so crazy. I mean, without without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's hard to even think about to really think about it, but you're just like, damn, that'd be a hell of a matchup. Hmm. Hmm. Would be. All right. Well, look, man. I think we got all of our shots called. We're good on that. Uh, Randy, you got any wrap up thoughts? Anything you wanted to peace out with, or you're pretty well, good? Well, I'm kind of hoping that. Uh, the divisional round is a lot better mm. than what we got in the wild card. True. There were some duds. I mean, the fact that you look at one, you know, just Detroit and Detroit and the Rams being such a really close competitive game, obviously the best game of the weekend, but that's, and that's what you want out of playoff football. You don't want these just absolute ass kickings where you're just like, no. Oh, I'm not even really enjoying myself right now because it's just it's so far gone for what you know for one side that you know there's really no chance to have that extra drama at the end of yeah. the game where te- they make the comeback and uh yeah i'm, I'm kind of hoping we get a lot of that this time around not not just hey look at us we're up 48 to 16 yeah woo <laughs> who knows I'd, I'd i'd be shocked if there's any you know yeah. Any any point? I mean, I I certainly think both the Packers and 49ers can put some points on the board, right? And yeah. may, maybe this turns into a shootout. Uh, but it, it's funny you think back to like that that Lions Rams game. I mean, it you know you watch the first half and you figured that game was going to be like forty four to forty one or some kind of nonsense, right. and yeah, they they didn't make it there. The the scoring slowed down quite a bit. Defense kind of sorted them out, and they were good to go. So. Here's to a great, a great divisional, uh, divisional round, some great matches, and uh, oh, God bless, man! If it ends up being, I don't know, like what's the least likely team to advance? I'd say the Bucks, Bucks Lions. That would be, that would be, yeah, I would, I, I would that. say that would be the biggest upset. I don't think people would be shocked if the Chiefs somehow managed to steal that from the Bills. Disappointed, yes. Shocked, no. Bucks would be a huge upset. Texans would be pretty big. Just like I think, I think the Packers and the Texans are in the same boat, where people mm-hmm. are like, "Damn, son, what are y'all doing?" And I think people would be disappointed, but they wouldn't necessarily be shocked. The the Bucks, I think, if the Lions eat their ass and the Bucks take them out, I think that would be that would be a pretty massive upset. Although I don't know, maybe for, maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it, and for the casual fans, they'd just be like, "How did the Texans beat the Ravens? Who are they?" <laughs> What are you talking? What are you talking about? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It could be crazy, but yeah. Lo- lo- why don't we plan on catching up Saturday, hanging out, watching the game? Maybe we can get some Frank's pies or whatever, and drink some beers, watch some football. I mean, it's eight fifteen Saturday night, so yeah, there you go. What do we have? Uh, oh yeah, all right. So we got a four thirty game Texans. So we got oh man, back to back, dude. Yeah, Texans Ravens. But yeah, dude, let's hang out Saturday. Let's let's watch some football, drink some beers, eat some pizza. Sounds like a plan to me. Uh, don't bring any COVID. Uh, no, that that is definitely not on the menu. <laughs> no itis. Leave the itis at home. 
<laughs> Will do. <laughs> anyway, uh, we lost Shannon. We're going to give him shit next week because apparently he's taking a shit tonight. Um, actually, Todd, we figured out what happened. Uh, Shannon is out there showing his balls to somebody. I think he... <laughs> He he might be he might he might be just chilling in his backyard at like on a bench or something with balls you know balls out. Well, you know, look, we they almost lost Jim Irsay out there to an OD. Uh, Shannon doesn't do any drugs, so we don't have to worry about that. But he might be you know suns out, guns out. I don't know. I don't know what what suns out, buns out. Maybe <laughs> suns down, buns down, pants down. I don't know what's going on, with McGuffin. But maybe he's just you know. <laughs> balls deep, balls out in the backyard. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened to McGuffin. Oh, <laughs> Shannon. Oh, you're going to owe us an apology, man. You said yep. balls. Actually, we might owe you an apology, but seriously, bro, it's podcast tonight. <laughs> How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? Drink some extra coffee. God bless me. Passing out like Whitfield over there. Actually, I can see. Oh. I can. I can see MacGuffin now going to the bathroom like on the break. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah. Plop plop fizz fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> and then he's just out. Like what the hell, yeah. man? F, F. Come on, MacGuffin. Well, I mean, you know, much like the Colts, he came up short during the podcast tonight. So, what do you want? Hey, you're not wrong. Not wrong. No, I I know we're not wrong. This uh, Shannon, this is dedicated to you, and apparently your night-ending poop. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we'll do it live. Okay. Not Shannon. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> oh, MacGuffin. Anyway, rest up. Rest up. I guess we'll catch up with you next week. Uh, but look, keywords of sports and brew from all of us. I love you. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the divisional round. Here's to some great games, some great football. And uh, yeah, Randy, we can do like, we we can reenact that meme where it's like, you know, it's like the 49ers and the Packers, and you know, where they have like the arm wrestling hands or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, th- we can do that one and, and we'll see how it shakes out. And, uh, it, no, no, yeah. here, here's to a good game. I, I feel, I feel like, I, I, I feel like we're looking at a, a great weekend of football. <clears throat> and I know there, some of the wild card games were just debacles. I would expect that we're going to see a better quality and better caliber top down of football. Uh, but you know, it's weird because we're in this elimination period and all of a sudden we're down to, you know, eight teams and it's four then it's boom, Super Bowl. I mean, it, I it's, this season's going to be over in a heartbeat. It's, it, oh God, I, I can't believe we're at this point where it, it's almost done. It's almost done, but whew. well, no matter how it breaks, no matter, no, no matter how it shakes out, here's to a hell of a finish. And I'll tell you, if it's not going to be Green, be Green Bay, I'd love to see the Ford and Honors win it. They, 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 I think that would be great. Uh, that would be some validation. And look, if Philly couldn't finish last year, they couldn't even get over the hump this year. Yeah. Uh, so that would be pretty funny. Uh, another uh, And another like stick in the, uh, I don't know, a, a, another chink in the armor for Sirianni, right? 
Buffalo winning would be a great story. The Texans, God bless, that would be insane. Uh, All right. Green Bay would be pretty cool. Green Bay in, or in Houston would be insane. I think realistically, most people feel like it's going to be Baltimore and and Fort and the you know San Francisco. We're going to get that one again, um, but I, I don't know that that feels like it's too easy. I, I really believe the Bills are on a mission. I, I just I worry about their defense. I think Josh Allen and that yeah. offense are just going to have to be Herculean. Uh, but I I like I like I like their shot and you know maybe Josh Allen just has to okie doke people and stutter step on quarterback runs. I don't know. Uh, their defense worries me, but uh, Buffalo would be a great story, particularly since they've never since they they've had so many heartbreaks. And last year right. was rough with Demar Hamlin and the exit, and they were just so mentally exhausted. Uh, it's another reason I think it's such a shame they're going to be kind of a short week. But I don't know, man. It, it's again storylines. There's a lot of good stories. There's a lot of good stuff, and there's at, at, really at this point, there's no teams I hate. You know what I mean? And I yeah. know that sounds that sounds weird, but there's no at this point of the season, there's no team that I'm like, God, if they win this, I'm gonna barf. You know, I I, I don't hate the Bucks. You know, I'm not pulling for the Bucks. Don't get me wrong, no. but like I I don't hate them. Um, they're probably the least likable. Yeah, I would say the Bucks are my least likable team out of who's left. Lions would be incredible. Uh, Chiefs don't need to win again. So I mean I'd like I'd want the Bills I'd want the Lions, um, Texans would be so ridiculous. Green Bay would be so ridiculous, but that's fan the bias on that one anyway. Ravens would be solid because it would really cement Lamar. Um, but yeah, the Bills would be incredible, and I don't know, man. People, you're gonna start. Uh, should 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 somehow some way if the Packers beat the 49ers. People are going to be all over the parallels, and they're they're already starting to make references to it. Oh yeah, I know the parallels to that 2010 season when Green Bay got hot and went on a run. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it you're one game in, you can't do that yet, and and you beat Dallas, and Dallas does Dallas things, so it's too early. But if they get if they somehow get past San Francisco, you're going to see uh, people are going to go bananas uh, with parallels to that season. And, oh, yeah. and go it, it'll it'll be nuts it'll be nuts but all right looking forward to saturday and uh yeah let's hang out drink beers and eat pizza sounds good sounds good to me <laughs> all right randy uh well good night i'm sorry uh shannon never showed back up but that's on him anyway from all of us to all of you or from all of us to all of you know <laughs> whoever's left <laughs> right we lost shannon <laughs> you rang Todd, you need to go find Shannon, dude. <laughs> Lurch ass motherfucker. Lurch ass motherfucker. The hell. Uh, enjoy the weekend. <laughs> enjoy the football. We'll catch you next week. And uh, here's to it. All right. As always, you know what I like to say, and that's good night now. Later, friends. See ya. Yeah. Oh, did I say keyword sports and brew? Podbean. That's our home feed, right? You just yeah. did now. I did. Spotify, Apple Music right or itunes whatever amazon music all of the things you got the deal all right you can figure it out and if not well you can ride the short bus with whitfield that counts too <laughs> all right good night friends later gators good night all right randy go get some rest man catch you later bro sounds good later Bye.